1: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's a mess. A mess. A mess. This is Trash
2: talking Tuesday. <laughs> I would love to know what the hell's going on in our country. Being a wise guy with me a little bit. Talkin' trash now. It's time to clean it up. Brought to you by Florence Recycling. Satisfaction guaranteed or double your trash back. Clean. Coming clean. News Talk 97.3 The Sky. <laughs>
3: Good
4: morning. All right, we made it. Hopefully you got to enjoy a three-day weekend. It's the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. It's 6.08, your time check. Brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. Trump wins big in Iowa. Huge. Buccaneers win big on the football field, beating the Eagles 32-9. Now they go face... Detroit, 3 o'clock Sunday, mm. as the playoffs yep. continue. All right, so back to the caucus. <laughs> I had a caucus. It was a frozen caucus, I say. It was something else. So, way to go. Former President Trump. Big win in Iowa. I. It's interesting. Read various pieces. Heard a little CNN on the way in. They're just... Well, they can't believe it. It's like, well, in this case, I mean, the polls kind of gave an indication of Mm -hmm. how it was going to go down. I mean, I know they're not always right, but how far off did did some of these folks think it was going to be? And it looks like Nikki Haley took third place, Mm -hmm. which has got her people in a little bit of a tizzy, but Trump seemed to be upbeat and very good spirits and here's uh one of the things that he
5: said i want to congratulate ron and Nikki for having a, a good a good time together we're all having a good time together uh, and uh i think they both actually did very well That's yeah nice. he,
4: look That's he's nice. being being positive uh he was positive in his town hall meeting he didn't have an edge to him he wasn't mm-hmm. being nasty um and, and this kind of mild pivot may be really um, helping him. A kinder, gentler Donald Trump. With a, with, here's another kind of you know, positive message.
5: We're to come together. We're going to drill baby drill right away. Yeah. Drill baby drill. We're going to seal up the border. Yeah.
4: The border is such a, um, like you can't lose... Uh, Kind of an idea. In other words, most Americans are like, yeah, immigration's great, but can we do it in a legal, thoughtful way? Or are we just letting people run roughshod all over our nation? And people of all political stripes, except for a small segment of the far left, Um, yeah, they don't think this open border thing is a good idea at all. No, And you've even got minorities now finally speaking out, Uh, some civil rights stuff. And uh, illegals make blacks poorer, basically, in a statement. Yes, absolutely true. I've said it before. Statistically, it can be completely uh, backed up. So, yes. So, you know, if you're surprised by Trump winning, and the folks on CNN seem to be a little bit and then, just can't believe that people that would go out of their way, in the frozen cold of Iowa... Mm-hmm. Would then vote for the MAGA candidate? They just can't wrap their heads around it. It is, it. Uh,
6: yeah, it's interesting. I, but the fact that it was the biggest Republican win in history—I mean, here's a guy that's being—you know—they're trying to send him to prison. They're trying to keep him off balance, a uh, balance, excuse me, well, off balance too. And yet he just comes back and just kicks butt. You gotta love it. Donald Trump notched a commanding
4: win in the Iowa GOP caucuses, more than doubling the 24% support he received in 2016. Wow. Uh, they braved sub-zero temperatures to deliver a resounding victory for former president, whose 30-point win was the largest for a contested presidential caucus in modern Iowa history.
6: It's interesting to look back, because he, he picked up 51% this time. And to go back and look at, I think Bush maybe was the next close at 41 or so? Uh, yes, I think so. And after so. that, you're in the 20s. I mean, yeah. talk about a resounding message that got sent. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis
4: edged out former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley for second place. The result was a much-needed boost for DeSantis, who visited yeah. every county, invested significant time and resources. Actually, uh, he and Nikki Haley both. Spent a lot of money, uh, $72 million, I believe.
6: Wow. Yeah, that sounds right. That's a lot of money. Yeah. That's a lot of money.
4: Yep. Underscoring the extent of his dominance, Trump won almost every demographic group by double-digit margins. He was particularly mm. strong among the largest groups of Iowa Republican caucus goers, those without a college degree, very conservative voters, and rural mm. voters. Okay. All right. So... It's He won 55% of the white evangelical Christians, okay. and that's a crucial block. And uh-huh. and if it goes that way in South Carolina, Ooh. that could really erode what I think Haley thinks she's going to
6: do. Yeah. Home, but, ter- home turf and all. Yeah. Yeah.
4: More than six in 10 caucus goers consider themselves supporters of the Make America Great Again movement. Nice. Most of them, 74%, backed Trump. Wow. All right. So we'll continue huh. to uh, talk about that a little bit. And there's some things around the edges, like uh, the former candidate, Burgum, he endorses Trump. Uh, Vivek Ramaswamy, he's he's dropped out. They call it suspending the campaign sure. because that's just protocol.
6: But didn't you see that coming? I mean, wouldn't you have called that pretty much? I mean...
4: Yeah, I, th- I think that you're going to look at how things turned out. I think Iowa was, That's that's going to be, you know, you're in or you're out. Yeah. One of those things, so uh, yeah, no, I'm not surprised, and he is backing Trump, nice. uh, which I think is great. Yeah. but the, the left, I mean, <laughs> what is their problem with Ramaswamy? They think he's oh, kookier than than Trump. Mm-hmm. They said Ramaswamy spent his entire campaign promoting un- unhinged conspiracy theories. What was he? What was he talking about? I mean, what oh, I what
6: the left says. Is unhinged conspiracy theories, I mean... That probably means things that they were calling out that the Democrats did, probably. Well,
4: or, yeah. or, or you know, things that either turned out to be true or
6: uh-huh. may still turn out to be and true. they hold on to as conspiracy theories. Yeah. yeah. Hmm.
4: Um, now, the Nikki uh, Haley folks, they said the race now moves to less friendly territory. And the field of candidates is effectively down to two, with only Trump and Nikki Haley having substantial support in both uh, New Hampshire and South Carolina. That's what her campaign uh, declared. Well, of course they we, would. Yeah,
6: that's <laughs> right. But she came in third hmm. in Iowa. Well, maybe she's maybe her campaign's just not good at math. You know that kind of thing. It's possible. It's possible. <laughs>
4: on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. It's a Trash talking Tuesday. Thanks to our friends at Florence Recycling. Trump wins big in Iowa. Much more to talk about uh, coming up on 97.3 The Sky. Hang in there.
0: nights. There is an absolute strategy to get Western governments to turn on Western citizens. And by Western, I mean anything that's free. On
2: 97.3, the sky. Let's pump it up. Here we are already. Trash Talking
4: Tuesday, thanks to Florence Recycling. It is 621. You're tuned to The Bob Rose Show, along with Greg Cassidy. Your time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always... Yes, top stories. Trump wins big in Iowa. Vivek drops out, supports Trump. The Buccaneers advance in the NFL playoffs, beating the Eagles 32-9. Now they face off against Detroit, 3 o'clock on Sunday. You got that going on. Also want to uh, invite you to follow the sky so you never have to miss a minute of the Bob Rose Show with just one click at the sky, 973.com slash follow Or on the Odyssey app, you get the Bob Rose Show podcast with every minute of the show. Georgia. Georgia on my mind. These two got together. I think they weren't thinking about Georgia. Fulton County, Georgia District Attorney Fannie Willis, who brought charges against former President Trump on election interference, is taking some heat. Some heat from all sides. As allegations brought against her of having an improper romantic relationship with a prosecutor could tarnish the case. You think yes, Willis has not denied allegations that she hired an underqualified romantic
6: partner. <laughs> That's a nice way to put it.
4: Yeah, I thought so. Um, court documents filed earlier this month says Willis hired a special prosecutor, Nathan Wade her alleged romantic partner, to prosecute Trump and benefited financially from the relationship in the form of lavish vacations that the two went on using funds his firm received for working the case. Willis has not confirmed or denied the claim, but suggested she and Wade are being scrutinized because they're black.
6: Oh, I knew you were going to say that. Come on. You're having an affair. It doesn't matter what color you are. Well, it's not just the affair. I don't Care what
4: they're doing there it's right. it's an affair that um involves her hiring a prosecutor who's unqualified. Mm-hmm. Why did she hire him because he's her romantic partner that's why that's the only reason why the affair would matter and then his little quid pro quo his little giving back like a little kickback like hey thanks for uh, you know giving me all this money to prosecute the case, in which I'm not really qualified to do, but I do know how to spend money. Huh. Would you like to come and help me? Oh, wow. Basically kind of how it breaks down, right?
6: Mm, he's just being a nice guy.
4: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Atlanta Constitution columnist Bill Torpy penned a piece, bluntly headlined, Fannie Willis, what are you thinking? Quote, it's crazy that Willis would have done this. It's true. It would be stupid, thoughtless, and even reckless. Surely, she would have known this would come out. Again, if true, this damages Willis's credibility and the perception that this is a fair prosecution. Well, yeah. <laughs> we already know it's not, but okay. Form, former U.S. Attorney Michael Moore appeared on CNN, declared that the integrity of the case would be challenged if the allegations of the improper romantic relationship between Willis and Wade are true. Cases die by the death of a thousand cuts this is a cut on this case Ooh, yeah i think so sure i'd like to tell her to get out of the case i really think that in this type of case with these allegations it's bigger than any one prosecutor hmm. and probably to preserve the case and to show uh that's what's the most uh, importance to her is the facts of the trump case opposed to her political career well Okay, she cares about facts, but definitely her political career, and definitely
6: attempting to do as much damage to the Trump campaign as she can. So let, let me see if I get this uh, this little piece of the scenario correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, she goes to a church, black church, I'm sure. Uh, she's black, right? But in a church, mm-hmm. she tells the church that uh, the affair she's having uh, is not really that. That's really the big deal, but that white people are trying to make it a big deal so she's using the race card in a church kind of while lying to those people in the church at the same time
4: about things that they in the church uh-huh. probably take very seriously yes yeah, yeah. but she's uh-huh. using the
6: race card mm-hmm. okay
4: yeah that's not the first nor last time we'll uh we'll see the race card being played but isn't she kind of
6: using it if, at the same
4: time? I mean, she, she absolutely is. I mean, that's, yeah, it's kind of odd. Yeah, she's you know. yes, yeah, she's trying to claim that they're playing the race card. But if Wild. you call <laughs> if you call it and you're the person of color, uh-huh. yeah. huh. So, uh huh, yeah, So Fannie Willis might be right to say all three of these special counsels build the same hourly rate. On the other hand, only one of them took up more than 30 percent of the spending in each of the two years so there is you know a problem with the money and how Mm -hmm. it was spent and who had control over the money that was given uh, to that attorney and his firm she does she controls she's the one that kind of checks the box or says yes this is the appropriate amount she she is the final okay on that how convenient yeah,
6: like that's, maybe trips and stuff are being checked off there. That's, that's it, it's nice possible. Or, yeah, yeah.
4: yeah. Um, it, look to to bring these kinds of charges anyway. I I thought right away that it would impact her credibility, but of course not in the hate Trump world. That's right. brownie points. Yeah, but it looks like uh, once again attacking Trump comes with some karma. The backfiring karma. There
6: you go.
2: Carburetor. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) The Hulkster brother out and about. You
4: know, he got married not too long ago. Yeah. And uh, got baptized a couple weeks ago. Yeah. That. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And um, now he's going around acting like even more of a superhero than he's been in.
6: The cartoons and in the wrestling ring. Can't wait to hear this because uh, I have a feeling you're going to, this is a tease and you're not going to tell us anything right now.
4: No, I'm going to share it with folks coming up in just a few minutes.
6: That's what I just said.
4: Your yeah. yeah, tease.
6: Well, that, <laughs> that could have a negative connotation. Uh, you never know. We like that sort of thing.
4: 628, you're tuned to The Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here and it's a Trash Talking Tuesday thanks to Florence Recycling on 97.3, The Sky.
0: Trump. Our ultimate retribution is success. DeSantis. said he was going to drain the swamp. He did not deliver that. Haley.
2: If
7: we support Ukraine. That's only three and a half percent of our defense budget.
0: Sleepy Joe. You
2: have to ban assault weapons. I did it once before and I'm going to come back again and do it. The Sky is the station for election 2024. It is one of the most unbelievable election cycles I have ever witnessed. The latest breaking news. This is a critical moment. I'm leading Biden in all of the polls. Your 2024 election headquarters. News Talk 97.3. The Sky.
1: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Here we go. What do you want to start with? It's a mess. A mess. Trash Talkin' Tuesday.
2: Dirty mud. Can drag to the mud. Brought to you by Florence Recycling. It's time to clean it up. Satisfaction guaranteed or double your trash back. This, this is, trash is Trash Talkin' Tuesday. News Talk 97.3 The Sky. <laughs> You gotta say your prayers.
4: Do your push-ups. You know? Be a good kid. That's what the Hulkster would tell him.
6: Mm-hmm.
4: Now listen, brother. 638 on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. Happy Trash Talking Tuesday from our friends at Florence Recycling and legendary pro wrestler Hulk Hogan was seen rushing to the scene of a car accident in Florida helping a victim climb out of her overturned car. Ooh. Hogan was riding in a... Car on a highway in Clearwater, a woman swerved, made a somersault, turned over, wow. uh, then hit the ground right ahead of them. This, is according to TMZ, and apparently the Mighty Hulk jumped out of his car, and he and his pal Jake rushed over to see if they could assist. Hogan 70 and Jake, a U.S. Marine, were seen helping the woman squirm out of the destroyed vehicle. Wow. Yep. Jake had helped yank the driver's uh, side car door opened and he and hulk helped get the victim of the crash unbuckled from her car and gently pulled her out of the car hogan's wife sky Daly, jumped to instagram uh soon afterwards and praised her hubby last night after we left dinner in tampa we saw a car flip in front of us i truly admire my husband and our good buddy for uh nice uh for
6: springing into action you know this really is a great example and i know that I don't necessarily have one right now, even though I have in the past. It's a really good idea to have one of those tools in your car that, on one end, it can break a you know break glass, and then it has the the other side where you can actually cut a seat belt. Because there there are times when you can't get a door open, you got to get through a window, and you may that that the buckle may be jammed, may be hard mm-hmm. to get to. They're they're not expensive, and they really would be a good thing for everybody to have in their car, whether it's your own car. Or in this case, somebody else, where there it was a situation where you'd have some difficulty.
4: In this story, they mention puncturing the girl's airbag to, you know, make mm. room to help her get out. They're supposed to deflate yeah. automatically at yeah. some point, so you wonder, did that? That's odd. Did that go as planned? And then, mm. if you're the person in there and there's nobody to help you, <laughs> is yeah. that thing still inflated? <laughs> yes. I don't think you're
6: going anywhere. Okay. So, side note here, bunny trail, airbag related. Yeah, and you've seen this too. These people who drive down the road with their feet on the dash of their car. If they have an accident and that airbag gets deployed, I'm sorry, it's going to fold you in half. Why do people do that? It's
4: either going to do that or it's going to make you double-jointed. Permanently?
6: Yeah. Yeah. You'll take up less space. Hey, you fuse a couple of those vertebrae together. Ah, You'll be
4: good as new in no time.
6: Who else can get their knees behind their ears that way? I mean, come on. Never mind. That's a family show. Uh, I know. That's Crying why I said it I'm sorry. Frigid. Frigid.
4: Ice cold and dead. What? That's a bunch of Teslas waiting at the charging station oh. in Chicago. Dead. They said there's a bunch of dead robots out there. <laughs> Despite Tesla owners in and around Chicago, uh, we're seen trying to charge their vehicles with no luck amid frigid temperatures that have gripped the Midwest Charging stations have essentially turned into car graveyards in recent Uh. days as temps have dropped to the negative double digits. Nothing, no juice. Still on 0%. Tyler Beard, who had been trying to recharge his Tesla in Oak Brook, Illinois at a Tesla supercharging station since Sunday afternoon, told the news outlet, and this is like three hours being out here after being here three hours yesterday. Oh,
6: my goodness.
4: Yeah, there. see, there is a downside. Mm. We were just talking about that. we got to get to the heart of the matter of Biden's mandate to push EVs and, mm. and to make everybody, you know, car manufacturers can't even sell, what, gas-powered cars after a certain point. Yeah,
6: or can't manufacture them, yeah. Right.
4: Yeah, and we're going to have Cat Camicon on tomorrow, but we're trying to find out, was that slipped into a bill? How did we allow that to occur, or is this part of, like, an executive order, which can be completely undone as soon right. as Trump gets into office.
6: Because mm-hmm. um, how can one person just suddenly affect manufacturing of an entire country and a whole industry? Yeah, to that make is, that is, kind crazy. of a call. And then yeah. there's another thing that
4: Kat Kemic was part of legislation that says any kind of act from a governmental body, like let's say it's the EPA they use to institute right. uh, this, this rule, then, if it costs a certain amount of money, if there's a cost that goes beyond mm. a certain point, in other words, this would be very expensive for manufacturers sure. and and for customers. So, um, I thought that it forced mm. any of that kind of stuff to go through Congress. So we'll, we'll try to uh, we'll try to get to the heart of that and yeah. get some answers for you because it's really troubling when you see the problems uh, that people with electric cars are are having. You know. <laughs> In an emergency situation, some of these cases might be, you know, the electricity went down, and so their homes aren't being heated. Right. They get in their car, and now their car is not really any sort of a safe haven. Mm-hmm.
6: Yeah, it's. Um, well, the manufacturers have already lost billions on on this whole project. So.
4: Yeah, because they were. Yeah, they were pushed by this mandate, and people are not following the forced marketing, mm-hmm. if you will. Um, This is crazy. It's a disaster, said one Tesla owner. She abandoned her car, got a ride from a friend uh, because hers would not charge. We got a bunch of dead robots out there, they said. Um, Another one, Kevin Sumrak, told Fox News station he landed Sunday night at O'Hare International Airport, found his Tesla dead and unable to start. He was forced to hire a flatbed tow truck to haul the vehicle to a working charging station. That was
6: an expensive fill-up.
4: Apparently, when the weather's that cold, it can impact the ability of electric vehicles to charge properly. All of a sudden, it's not. Plug and go. Mm -hmm. Mm. 6.44 on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. Joe Biden's approval numbers crashing even further. Details on the way. News Talk 97.3 The
2: Sky. Afternoons at three. What's happening around our country? Sean Hannity. The chanting This world's gone mad. Anybody with a conscience knows who the victim is. On 97.3 the Sky.
4: 649 on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here, and it's a trash talking Tuesday, thanks to our friends at Florence Recycling. Don't forget you can follow the Sky. Go to the 973com slash follow or the Odyssey app. There's the Bob Rose Show podcast, so you never have to miss a minute of the show. Former NCAA swimmer and activist Riley Gaines was reportedly denied entry at the NCAA annual convention. What? Despite having previously been nominated Woman of the Year oh by goodness. the NCAA. Come on. Speaking without kick, Riley Gaines said people in charge of the entry would not let her into the convention even after she showed the proper credentials wow i said hold on what what do you mean i'm not allowed in there i pulled up the email and showed them everything was in place to where huh? most certainly was allowed to be in there and they said no we know you have your credentials but it's not what we're talking about you're just not allowed in there oh
6: my goodness that's crazy
4: The NCAA allegedly feared that Gaines would disrupt the Woman of the Year ceremony by protesting. She said, I'm here to support these girls. By no means would I want to distract or take anything away from them. That's the silliest thing I've ever heard. Riley said she had been denied entry to keep her away from NCAA President Charlie Baker. It was clear to me, it was clear to all my friends who were there with me, that they had simply pulled me aside when Charlie Baker was walking by. So I didn't have the opportunity to talk to him until he was safely secured in a completely separate room, Uh, it was evident. Wow. Although Baker said that the NCAA would change its transgender policy to ensure more fairness for women, his quote-unquote reforms have failed to materialize. I can't help but laugh When the NCAA, during this award show, kept saying things like, we strive to create opportunities for trailblazing women, it's so ironic listening to them sit there and say they're creating opportunities when they deliberately took away opportunities for women and continue to do so. Yeah, they just didn't want to hear from her because she's right. Mm
6: -hmm. Yeah. So the right of a woman to actually attend was obviously being squelched a bit
4: yes and they're afraid yeah. of freedom of speech or anything else and wow. they can't debate the subject because probably no. in their heart of hearts they know they're wrong oh they have yeah they do they know it's crazy top story Iowa Trump wins big it was huge and um, but he was very gracious yeah and, and listen to him uh, talk about the competition
5: I want to congratulate Ron and Nikki for having a a good, a good time together. We're all having a good time together. <laughs> and uh, I think they both actually did very well.
4: He was fit. See, weren't you waiting nice. for some jab or stab? You know, you were, and he didn't do it. No, he was genuine. All right. So, what are two big things? And I think he needs to continue to hammer on him. What are the two big things?
5: We're to come together. We're going to drill, baby, drill right away. Yeah! Yeah. Jay, baby Jay. We're going to seal up the border. Yeah.
4: And uh, Vivek Ramaswamy, he is suspending his campaign, which pretty means, you know, he's calling it quits. Yeah. Uh, but he is putting his full support behind former President Donald J. Trump. So there's a lot of things going on there. And Buccaneers, they advance in the NFL playoffs. They'll have to face... Uh, Detroit, 3 o'clock on Sunday. And um, really, the, uh, Detroit, what a, I guess, a Cinderella story, when I call it that. They have not been this far in the playoffs. What was it, 91? And <laughs> then before then? Crazy. I don't know, like 50 years. It's just crazy. But uh, yeah, some interesting stuff going on there as well. All right, what else do we have cooking? Interesting story here. A lot going on. We we we've got the ag commissioner uh, that's going to come on tomorrow, Wilton Simpson. Yep, and he always shares with interesting things, and he's pushed really hard uh, to limit uh, foreign ownership, especially Chinese, mm-hmm. in, in Florida. But listen to this: politicians are demanding answers following the recent revelation that a billionaire Chinese Communist Party member is the second largest. Foreign owner of U.S. farmland. Somehow going under the radar for nearly a decade. Hmm. Chen Tingkou... Has an estimated net worth of $1 billion, according to Forbes. Made an $85 million purchase of nearly 200,000 acres of Oregon farmland in 2015. Chen is 51 and co-founder of Shanda Interactive Entertainment and a longtime CCP ranking member. Hmm. According to China Youth Daily, the newspaper of the Communist Youth League, Chen joined the CCP at 18 years old and was elected to the Youth League Central Committee in Shanghai. In 2008, the businessman was appointed to the National Committee of the Chinese People's Political uh, Consultative Conference. For reasons unclear at this time, the billionaire's purchase of U.S. farmland does not appear in government records of land ownership by foreign investors. That's according to the Daily Mail, as you know, out of the United Kingdom.
6: They they get it right a lot.
4: According to Land Report, Chen has been staring us straight in the face for almost a decade. The 2015 purchase was uh, reportedly made by Chen via the investment vehicle Whitefish Cascade Forest Resources, LLC, acquiring the land from Fidelity National Financial Ventures at $430 per acre. This remained a secret from the public until December of 23, when Oregon tax records revealed that the 198,000-acre block is currently owned by Shanda Asset Management, LLC, Chen's investment company. Representative Elise Stefanik, the Republican out of New York, reacted to the news uh, when the story broke out of the New York Post. Telling them Saturday that the Biden administration had dropped the ball on protecting agricultural land from being bought up by foreign adversaries, but it actually—well, uh, it was hidden during the uh, the Trump administration. They didn't know about it either. Sneaky, sneaky. Yeah, mm. that's right. Man. 656 on the Bob Rose Show. Yeah, we'll bring that up tomorrow when we talk to our Ag Commissioner. All right, we've got plenty more coming up. You're listening to 97.3 The Sky on a Trash Talk and Tuesday, thanks to Florence Recycling.
2: Trending, Trending. right now. The sky Secretary Austin's hospitalization was prostate
1: cancer. Yes, I'm looking at you, Hunter Biden. Whoa! Uh, you. What a coward!
2: As yes, it happens, stay the course. The state of our state is strong. The news station. The
0: short-term spending bill to
2: prevent a government shutdown.
0: It's a sellout. Boeing aircrafts are going to be grounded. An impeachment for Mayorkas. Now, more
2: news. Updates every half hour. Breaking news at once on News Talk
3: 97.3. The sky.
2: Trash Talkin' Tuesday.
5: What's going on with America? Because everyone knows it's ridiculous. You got game? Game. It's a mess.
2: Here we go. What do you want to start with? Brought to you by Florence Recycling. It's time to clean it up. Satisfaction guaranteed or double your trash back. This is Trash Talkin' Tuesday. News Talk 97.3 The Sky.
4: Oh, yeah. Big, big, big night. What a trumpster. It is 7.07 time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelers where the answer is always yes. Good morning. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. Hour number two begins on this Trash Talking Tuesday. Thanks to Florence Recycling. Trump, huge win in Iowa. Buccaneers beat the Philadelphia Eagles 32-9 to advance in the playoffs. Now they have to travel to Detroit for a 3 p.m. game on Sunday. Trump performed better... Uh, with women and with men, depending on how you break it down, in Iowa. Wow. The left, the lefties, their heads are popping off everywhere. <laughs> this is so awesome. You gotta love it. Trump notched a commanding win, more than doubling the 24% that he received back in 2016. That's right. He had over 50%. Uh, nobody's even really been close to that. I think it was Bush, young Bush. Had the uh, had the next closest to that kind of percentage
6: back in the day. It was like forty-one. Yeah. Everybody else way behind that.
4: Caucus goers braved sub-zero temperatures to deliver resounding victory for the former president. Yes, some of them walked up hills both ways in snow. Wow, that's amazing to cast a vote. Wow, hmm. for former Pre- That's how strongly. The folks in Iowa feel.
6: You know, and it seemed I, I got the impression, even if I didn't watch a bunch of them, uh, and maybe you saw more than I did, I got the impression from the talking head pundits that they kind of thought that, you know, it would be down because of the weather, and that would potentially hurt Trump or whatever, but it, apparently not. No. No. No,
4: people came out, and uh, Florida governor Ron DeSantis edged out Nikki Haley for second place. That's a big boost for DeSantis, and that... Nikki Haley folks have to be a little disappointed. They were they were touting that you know they were going to have a good showing, but not good enough for him second place. Vivek Ramaswamy finished far behind with single digit uh, support, so he dropped out. And he's endorsing Trump, and President Trump was very cordial and congratulated. Uh, you know, his friends using, you know, their first
5: names. I want to congratulate Ron and Nikki for having uh, a good a good time together. We're all having a good time together. And uh, I think they both actually did very well.
4: Yeah, I mean, he's being nice. He's yeah. being nice. He's being positive. He knows he destroyed them. He could have <laughs> taken advantage of that. But mm-hmm. he decided not to. I think he is purposefully taking on at least a somewhat... A softer tone, mm-hmm. and maybe even a uniting tone.
5: I think the economy is horrible. We're to so. come together. We're going to drill baby drill right away. Yeah. Nice. Drill baby drill. We're going to seal up the border.
4: Nice. That's what That's it's it. about. The borders making uh, America energy independent again, making America great again. Yeah, Uh, the people of Iowa have spoken. Will that continue in New Hampshire? It's a totally different kind of a scenario there. Mm -hmm. That is an open primary. Mm. And so I think the Nikki Haley folks think she's going to do very well. She thinks Democrats will come out
6: and support her. But isn't it interesting the, the approach her campaign is taking? So she comes in third, but she says, "Hey, it's a two-way race," meaning her and Trump. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute now. I think yes. Oops. Hmm. Oops. you yeah. got that, that speech.
4: Whoever wrote your speech was done a little bit ahead of time.
6: Now, maybe they had uh, maybe a little KJP had something to do with that. Maybe. Oh, it's how, you uh, know,
4: funny the, you should say that. Yeah. Why is mm-hmm. that? Well, apparently, she sends out tweets for the president, and although we're not shocked by that, I guess. Right. It does make you wonder, does Biden even know
6: what messages he, quote-unquote, is putting out? Well, you're absolutely right. Nobody thinks that Joe Biden's sitting there with his cell phone sending out tweets. Right. But apparently what you're saying is now it's like for everybody to really know?
4: White House Press Secretary Corinne Jean-Pierre suffered a social media embarrassment on Tuesday when a post seemingly intended for President Joe Biden's account on X uh, was accidentally... Published on her own. Rutro. Investing in America means investing in all of America. When I ran for president, I made a promise that I would leave no part of the country behind, Ms. Jean-Pierre unexpectedly declared <laughs> to the I world mid-afternoon. The post was swiftly deleted soon after. She made no further comment, explaining the gaffe, and instead returned to posting about Mr. Biden's visit to Wisconsin earlier in the day and his in- attention to fly to Hawaii to survey the devastation wrought by the deadly wildfires on the Big Island and Maui over this week. Wow. So Now she accidentally sent it out under her own name. Why why wouldn't she just send it out under her own and say you know do it in her own words. Investigate America means investing in all of America. Uh, You know when President Biden ran for president. He made mm-hmm. a promise. I mean, you could do that all in the... Without having to act like... Right.
6: But you're right. He has probably no clue what that's goes on under his name.
4: Yeah. It's one thing when you're directed yeah. to, hey, can you send out a tweet or whatever? Sure. Well, right. you, did the president sign off on it? Yeah, here's the language. Right. Here's the thing. But in this case, no. And we have no idea of, yeah, what he... Does or doesn't he know. he knows and what he doesn't know. Mm.
6: Because remember the Houthis? Oh, yeah, he's the one that, uh, they're the terrorists that he took off the terrorist watch list. Yeah, he knew that they weren't
4: terrorists. Back when he knew things. But guess what he knows now? What's that? That they're terrorists. <laughs> Make yeah. up our mind, Joe. Come on, what's up? What Doesn't that fall in line with some of the other Democrats that go, well, I was for it before I was against it. <laughs> yeah, good point. Yeah, I I was against them being called terrorists mm-hmm. until I found out they're really terrorists. But Pre- I don't have them on the terrorist list. Nope. Still. Okay. President Joe Biden admitted the Iran-backed Houthis are terrorists okay. after revoking former President Donald Trump's designation of the group as terrorists early on in his administration. Was that another one of those things where, I think he said, undo everything Trump did?
6: Even if it's a good thing. Yeah. yeah. Well,
4: one of them was, uh, you know, um, holding this uh, dam in place. No. Now, let the damn, let it break loose. Let the levy break, right? On on Friday, a reporter asked Biden, Are you willing to call the Houthis a terrorist group, sir? The president responded, I think they are. But in February of 2021, he reversed Trump's designation of the group as terrorist, which had cut them off from the international banking system. So, see, it's not just what you think of them. It's whether you are going to do everything you can to try to keep them from being financed or not. So Biden, lifting that terrorist designation, allowed money to flow from Iran directly to the Houthis. Easy peasy. And how smart it is of Iran. They can do all these nasty things and say, oh, well, they're not like our state military. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Yeah, why don't we change that designation say if you're funding terrorism, you're sponsoring it. We know that. Mm -hmm. They all admit that they're the number one sponsor of state terrorism. Sure. Why isn't that good enough for the whole world to to blow the, you know, make a parking lot out of them, turn it to glass? 7.15 on the Bob Rose Show. That's what's bugging me, what's bugging you. Time for you to call in, air it out, get it off your chest. It's brought to you by Florida Pest Control. The only bugs they can't control are litter bugs. Call in now, 877 975 9825. What's bugging you is next on 97.3 The Sky.
8: We're at war with ISIL. Al Qaeda. Al shabaab Boko Haram. This is geopolitical
2: whack a mole. Spiraling out of control. It's going to get even worse. With so much to talk about, there's a lot that fires you up. Now, time to air it out. What's bugging you? For Florida Pest Control. 97.3, The Sky.
4: Good morning. Welcome to it. The Bob Rose Show continues along with Greg Cassidy. It is 721. Time for What's Bugging You. Call in, air it out, get it off your chest. Brought to you by Florida Pest Control. 877-975-9825. Justin, what's bugging you?
8: Good morning, fellas. I just want to say, too, I I appreciate you guys taking our calls and letting us have a voice uh, in this area. Um, Anyways, what's bugging me is yesterday, I got my jobs done early, went and got a haircut, and Decided to go put gas in my car and grab a beer real quick while I was in there, and the beer coolers were locked. And when I went to the register, I asked the lady why, and she said, People are stealing beers in broad daylight. So now I'm being punished uh, for criminals' actions. So, of course, I had to do an impulse buy of the little buzz balls. So it was just frustrating. Thanks, wow. guys.
4: Wow. Yeah, they're going to lock everything up now. It is a shame. Nothing's safe. It? I mean, really. It, it is really is. Yeah. Let's go to uh, Pete. What's bugging you?
8: Now, first, please allow me to congratulate President Trump on his big win in Iowa. want to remind everybody that he did that while fighting all these lawsuits and false criminal charges and still won. Uh, I want to talk about the hooties not being on the terrorist list. You were talking about that before. Biden's handlers and puppet masters No, he can only handle short lists You know, before he, his memory fogs up. So they had to take the hoodies off the list, so they could put uh, on the terrorist list. So they could put parents who go to school board meetings on there. They only had room for that one more. Uh, oh, so yeah, you, Bob.
4: Yeah, you got. Yeah, true. you got to make. You got to prioritize. We always that's say you got to prioritize, right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. 877-975-9825 If you want in, Nostradamus, what's bugging you?
8: Hey, good morning, Bob. Thanks for taking my call. What's bugging me is apparently we've lost two more of our best of our best. Navy SEALs fight getting more involved in this war over there. We already lost five Night Stalkers up in the Mediterranean back in November. All this has been since October 7th when Israel left their border open so they could get attacked. And they knew it was coming because they were warned. And now Netanyahu, from what I understand, I read an article where Netanyahu told Blinken the other day that this war is not just Israel's war. This is the United States war. And it's escalating, and now we're bombing in in, uh, Yemen, and it's escalating, and body bags are already coming home from the best of our best that we have. And it's bugging me that we keep getting more and more involved in this mess. And it's going to keep escalating, and Biden's going to send 1,500 more troops over there, I hear, to uh, Iraq and Syria. And Iraq is going to be using their money to buy goods from Turkey now, and now Iran... Saudi Arabia,
4: Egypt, the UAE and Ethiopia have all joined BRICS. Wow. Yeah. It's um it's a mess. It's a crazy part of the world that definitely is on fire to some extent, right? Let's go let's go to eight seven seven nine seven five nine eight two five. Call in now for what's bugging you. And let's go to Christina, what's bugging you?
7: Um, yes, good morning. I actually going back with the gentleman that was talking about the beer cooler being locked. I was just at Ross here in Ocala, and some lady just walked out with a suitcase, and alarms went off, and the staff was just like, oh, well. And they said it happens every day. I, I didn't even know that we were going through that here, but apparently hmm. we are.
4: Wow. That's a shame. Yeah, it is.
6: Um, did she say? Was that Marion County? Yeah. Well, I was at the uh, at the uh, Walmart, uh, the one on the north side of Gainesville, there, four forty one. And again, I only saw the piece of what I saw. But I saw an employee leave the section that she was working in and go up to the front to one of the uh, checkout that was not open mm-hmm. and reach in and grab a water bottle out and go back to her section. Now, maybe she'll pay for it at some point, but I thought that's odd and not a very good example for staff. Hmm. Don't you think?
4: Yeah. yeah. No, that's not not good. All right, 877-975-9825, last chance. And, Phil, what's bugging you?
8: What's bugging me? I just wonder how the poor professional protesters, rioters, are going to be able to multitask the day after Trump gets elected president. Man, oh, man, they're going to have their hands full. They won't know what (laughs) sign to pick up and what street to walk on and what store to break into. They have got a real tough life. That's what's bugging me.
6: Yep. Hey, but they've got good organizers. You know, they'll, they'll know which ones to put where and which signs to give them. So they'll, they'll be fine, Phil. They'll be fine. Yeah, we could do a segment. What's bugging the lefties? Oh, Trump's man. huge win
4: in Iowa. And the demographics, great, great with women. All the things they said. Oh, he can't mm-hmm. win. Suburban. Yes, they're all coming out, the suburban women. And um, yeah, so the talking heads on the mm-hmm. on the left.
6: Are, they're not having. They're not going to have a good day. Well, and even some of the you know reporters are saying, "Hey, it looks like a lot of the folks who maybe a couple of years ago were like, ah, oh, you know, uh, he's a he's a hothead, he's a big mouth. We don't like his tweets." They've been they've been going through Bidenomics for a few years now, and they see what's going on around the world. You know, some of our callers mentioned they're coming back, going, "Well, maybe maybe there's things I don't like about him, but he was a pretty darn good president." Well, and they see the, the borders being just completely
4: overrun. Oh, yeah. And people know that that's, you know, if you're concerned about national security, that's not the way to run a border. If you're concerned mm-hmm. about, you know, drug dealing and your kid dying from fentanyl, that, that's no way to, you know, to run a border. Yeah. And if you don't like the idea of human smuggling and human slavery
6: and sexual slavery and children mm-hmm. being pushed into that, you know, you probably want more border security. By the way, some great video if you want to check it out. If you know who that we've talked about, it, the singer Jelly Roll I uh, had some great time in front of some of our, you know, our uh, leaders in DC talking about fentanyl. What a big deal it is! And I may want to look up uh, some of the video. I'm sure you'll find it on YouTube.
4: And coming up, workers with psychiatric issues are being, um, actually they're trying to recruit them. Federal, federal organization trying to recruit workers with psychiatric issues when i tell you what
6: branch of the federal government you are not going to be happy well i think it's the federal government they'll fit in just fine wait till i tell you exactly no, where no. yeah no. yeah it will 728
4: on the bob rose show greg cassidy is here and wait till we get to that story next
8: it's a mess. A mess. A mess. This
2: is Trash Talking
3: Tuesday. <laughs> I would love to know what the hell's going on in our country. a guy with
2: Talkin' trash now. It's time to clean it up. Brought to you by Florence Recycling. Satisfaction guaranteed or double your trash back. Clean. Coming clean. News Talk 97.3 The Sky.
4: Evil guns. They're so evil. They're terrible. Guns are bad. Guns are ba- Really, if you believe that. Why you start punishing those who are already breaking laws that are on the books, like convicted felons with guns? Mm. Listen to this. It free, is free uh, 735. You're tuned to The Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. And Antonio Devon Mays, 30, uh, 31 years old, okay. arrested... The other morning for possession of a concealed firearm by a convicted felon after an officer made contact with him because his car resembled that involved in a drive-by shooting in Northwest Gainesville about 3.55 a.m. An officer made contact with the driver, later identified as Mays, and there was an odor of marijuana coming from the car. He also reported seeing marijuana in plain view on the rear floorboard. Search of the vehicle produced a gun under a pillow in the rear seat directly behind the driver. Now, Mays has juvenile criminal convictions between 2006 and 2010. Four felony convictions, nonviolent, and two misdemeanor convictions, nonviolent, and He served a state prison sentence for two cases from separate arrest in May of 21 and June of 21 of possession of a firearm by a convicted felon or delinquent and was released December of 2022. He's on probation following a November 23 conviction for possession of cocaine with intent to sell. Now, I see a pattern. I see a pattern. He's not a kid anymore. No. Uh, I'm sure they gave him some opportunities uh, with the juvenile stuff. And so if they had convictions, mm-hmm. um, that means they probably already gave him a couple let him goes. Right. But then they have convictions, then four felony convictions, two misdemeanor convictions. But he had possession of a firearm before by a convicted felon. Clearly, he's not learning his lesson. No. So, what is he doing? Walking around? What is he doing? Driving around? Mm-hmm. He's on probation. He is a slow learner. He's been charged with uh, possession of a concealed firearm by a convicted felon. Currently being held without bail. I mean, hmm. what what kind of sentence should
6: they give the guy now? He served some time. He hadn't right. learned his lesson. No, yeah, you're still you're on probation. You're a convicted felon. And you still got a gun in your car? You are not catching on to uh, the rules of the game here, friend. That's how
4: evil guns are. They make you possess Ah. them. They possess you to make you possess them. A double possession. Yes. That sounds really bad. Yeah, I mean, really bad. (laughs) I don't even know if there's priests that can handle that. Oh, you'd uh,
6: no. You better get the pope. Well, not this pope. But anyway, never mind.
4: And now to the story I teased about. Yeah. So. You know, the federal government, th- this has got to be part of what? Diversity? Inclusion? Oh, no. This the whole DEI campaign? So the federal government is recruiting workers with psychiatric problems so okay. that they can be more diverse and inclusive. Oh, now, I'm not shocked by that, but I'm shocked by the area of the federal government that is attempting to do this. Okay. The FAA... Oh, what could possibly go wrong? The Federal Aviation (laughs) Administration is working to hire people with psychiatric problems and other concerning issues (laughs) in order to be more diverse and inclusive.
6: Wow. People with mental issues, the FAA wants you. The
4: voice in my head said that (laughs) Runway 2 was cleared for a landing.
6: Oh, no. Ugh.
4: On the. No. There was another voice that was coming through your headphones. That's the one you listen to.
6: You can't make this
4: stuff up. On the FAA's diversity and inclusion webpage, the agency actually claimed diversity is integral to achieving FAA's mission of ensuring safe and efficient travel across our nation and beyond. Diversity is critical.
6: What does color have to do with safety? You know, it'd be a whole lot more safe if we had three Asians and two African-Americans in this department, or whatever. Uh, That's crazy to even say and put out there in the public. Do they realize how stupid that looks and sounds? I I don't know that they do. Wow. I mean, look,
4: there's a lot of people that suffer, okay? Most people suffer in small ways of some mental distress issues, you know, uh, uh, depression, anxiety. Things like that. That's that's pretty common. But if you get into any more kind of disturbing, um, you know, areas, yeah. and you you want those people to be in positions of authority yeah. inside the FAA, I, hmm. look, I get it. Hire people that have disabilities, maybe physical disabilities, but you're going to hire somebody with mental illness... Under the guise of diversity, wow. hey, hey, that plane that went down because they got bad information from the tower, listen, it's part of a diversity program. And if you say anything negative about it, mm. you're a
6: hater, man. Yeah, probably racist. Probably homophobic. You're, Who knows?
4: You're a crazy-phobe.
6: Oh, yeah. Oh!
4: You're a crazophobe.
6: Yeah, I like that. Yeah. We got a new one.
4: Yeah, I just made it up.
6: I could, I could catch I you. Could, I could tell.
4: Targeted disabilities are those disabilities that the federal government, as a matter of policy, has identified for special emphasis in recruitment and hiring. They include hearing, vision, missing extremities, partial paralysis, complete paralysis, epilepsy, severe intellectual disability, psychiatric disability, and dwarfism. Psychiatric disability? It's intellectual disability. You better you got to have a your brain working for these kind of gigs we put him to work in the tower but since they had severe vision issues <laughs> <laughs> it's not the good news is it's not the right. blind leading the blind apparently it's the blind leading the crazy thank you very much yeah. all this for diversity and this is a day after martin luther king jr yeah did anybody pay attention to what he said? We do. I don't know all the words he said, but I do know this one. I, I dream of a day, you know, that our children will play together that that we will, you know, judge each other by content of character, mm-hmm. not by color of skin. And all this DEI is just the opposite. All that C R T, that critical race theory stuff, it was all the opposite. You are saying people that, you're basically, you know what you're judging people by? The amount of melanin in their skin. Yeah. How much color you have in your skin. Mm -hmm. You actually are judging them by that. And you're saying, you're underrepresented, so we're going to give you this job. How would you feel if you're that person? And maybe you're capable, maybe you're not. But they told you why you're getting your job.
6: Mm Mm-hmm. Just 19- like all the other
4: quota stuff. Back to 1964. Yeah. Let's go to uh, uh, the Davis-Gainesville Chevrolet Skylines. Donnie, you're on the air.
8: Good morning, Bob. You know, I don't think they're putting the intellectually disabled in the tower, but the problem here is that the federal government has so many jobs that they can give to people that they're literally looking for groups of disabled people to give jobs to. um that to me is the issue. I don't think that's they're scary. putting them in the tower.
6: Well, maybe not. But you're putting people in positions in a high at a high pressure, high of importance government agency based on the wrong reasons. And that's really the point. The FAA is specifically looking
4: to recruit with psychiatric problems to be more diversive, to be more <laughs> equitous. To be more inclusive. The agency quotes Secretary of Transportation Pete Buttigieg. Oh, here's the problem. This is on their website. Here's the problem. At its best, transportation can be a powerful engine of opportunity, connecting people to jobs, education, and resources, whether they live in a big city, a rural community, or anywhere in between. Ensuring equity and accessibility for every member of the traveling public is one of the Department of Transportation's highest priorities. Okay.
6: Uh-huh.
4: Yeah. This the measure introduced by Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene was passed by a vo- voice vote on Tuesday as an amendment to the 2024 Transportation, Housing, and Urban Development related uh, agencies appropriation uh, act. N-T-G? That was a bill recently, yeah, recently uh-huh. approved to reduce Buttigieg's salary.
6: Oh, that. Okay. To
4: a dollar after he failed Americans.
6: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing.
4: They want people with psychiatric
6: issues mm-hmm. to work for the FAA. Gotta keep things moving smooth, Bob. Wow. That's Mayor
4: Pete. That's probably exactly the kind of help the airlines are looking for. <laughs> yes. It's unbelievable. It really is. 7.45 on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. And uh, we've got a lot more to talk about, including how about those Buccaneers? How about that Donald Trump? News Talk 97.3 The Sky.
2: Hannity. Their plan has got to be to remove Gaza as a launching pad forever. Weekdays, 3 p.m. The longer this continues, there's not going to be much to return to in Gaza. On 97.3 The Sky. Good morning and welcome.
4: It's 7.50. You're tuned to The Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. It's a trash talking Tuesday. Thanks to Florence Recycling. Trump with a big win. But I want to remind you, get the Bob Rose Show on your Alexa first thing in the morning. Catch up on the latest news when you get up. Just tell your smart speaker, play 97.3 The Sky. It's that easy. Former President Donald Trump now owns the record for the largest margin of victory in the history of contested Iowa Republican caucuses, more than doubling the previous mark. Unbelievable that is incredible those kind of numbers this is yeah this is incredible in a good way all right New York Times reported Trump had garnered 51 percent of the vote with 95 percent reporting uh, 29 point seven points ahead of Governor DeSantis 21 uh, 21 point3 as of this uh, writing okay so some of this is well dated by a couple hours anyway but um, listen to this. In 2016, Ted Cruz mm-hmm. beat Trump in Iowa. Wow. Yeah, 27.6 to 24.3. And then if you look at 2012, before that, uh, Rick Santorum and, and Mitt Romney basically tied. Okay. In 2008, Huckabee won 34.4 to Romney's 25.2. And a former president, George Bush uh beat Steve Forbes by nine percent. Now this is the this is the largest kind of margin mm-hmm. if you will, previous was in two thousand by President George Bush. He got forty one percent. Trump just got fifty one
8: percent.
6: That's amazing when you really think about it. The guy that's being prosecuted, run through the mud, I mean how many counts are against the guy And yet he is just running through them like this. His win was so, so
4: decisive that the Associated Press, CNN, and other major outlets called the race only 30 minutes after the caucuses began as results were just beginning to trickle in. In fact, less than 1% of the vote had been
6: tabulated. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. (laughs) That's crazy. That just doesn't happen.
4: The historic victory illustrates the undeniable energy behind Trump from the Republican grassroots, as Trump and his beleaguered opponents head to New Hampshire,
6: oh, man,
4: where they have the shires. Yes, New Hampshire. Do they
6: have the Worcestershire shires? Um, I can never say that word. Yeah. Yeah. Worcestershire. Worcestershire. Yeah. I didn't say it either. <laughs>
4: MSNBC host Rachel Maddow, ooh. No lie. She puts the mad in Maddow. <laughs> she should go work for the FAA. She's mentally ill. Exactly. Yeah. She said on her network's election night coverage that she believed former President Donald Trump would be both the Republican presidential nominee yeah. and convicted of crimes.
6: Okay. Yeah. All right.
4: Yeah, It's interesting how the left looks... At some of these things,
6: mm-hmm.
4: um, this is according to one of the people. I guess this was on CNN, MSNBC, uh, and one was breaking it down into different groups and said, and actually, Trump is barely edging out Ramaswamy, who's getting eight percent with this group. So they're looking into what? demographics and wow. trying to find a demographic where Trump's not absolutely crushing them. Mm-hmm. So they had to search for that. They had to do you know an oh. analysis to find is there any area. Um, he's still winning that. And Ramaswamy just put all of his full support behind Trump. So much for trying to use that, mm. trying to drive wedges
6: wherever they can. But it's it's of uh, no use. How do you even find a demo like that? It's what people that are 5'2, have red hair, and used to be a Democrat? I mean, to find one that's that close with Ramaswamy's. That's part
4: of that subgroup, possibly. That's, that's pretty, what you
6: just described. That's pretty tough. <laughs> yep. Uh,
4: Former President Donald Trump, winner of the Iowa caucuses, performs even better with Iowa Republican women than he does with men. That's interesting. The survey started on Tuesday into when the caucus began on Monday. As of 9.29 p.m. Monday, 54% of Iowa women eligible to vote in the caucuses backed Trump over other candidates in the field. Results are still rolling in at press time. Interesting, because didn't mm-hmm. they say Trump was going to uh, get crushed because of yep. uh, the abortion thing? Mm-hmm. That the Republicans don't see the seriousness of it in terms of alienating some voters? Right. Well, at least in Iowa, uh, that's not the case
6: of nice. All. It's kind of nice to see. Yep. It is going to be interesting, one, how the election really turns out, not in the sense of the final count, because we know that doesn't necessarily mean anything, but just when it really comes down to a Trump-Biden election. And that looks like where we're still heading.
4: Well, we think so. Mm -hmm. We might have to ask AI Mm. what's really going to happen. Okay. I know what's going to happen with people's jobs. And it's not good. And I'll tell you that story coming up on News Talk 97.3. The Sky.
2: Here's what's trending now. On the sky. Albert Shell Jr. is is responsible for one of the more heinous acts that we've seen in Ocala in a long time. The news that's trending. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin hospitalized. National Security Council didn't know it. White House didn't know it. The news that's now. Illegal immigration. This is a national crisis that has to be resolved by Congress. The
5: news station. Hello, Iowa.
2: The MAGA Republicans led by a defeated president. Now, more news. Updates every half hour. Breaking news at once on News Talk 97.3. The sky.
8: Here we go. What do you want to start with? It's a mess. A mess. Trash talking Tuesday. Dirty mud. can
2: drag to the mud. Brought to you by Florence Recycling. It's time to clean it up. Satisfaction guaranteed or double your trash back. This, this is Trash Talkin' Tuesday. News Talk 97.3 The Sky. <laughs> and welcome. It is 8.06.
4: You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show along with Greg Cassidy. Hey. Your time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelers where the answer is always yes. Top story. Trump wins big in Iowa and it is a trash talking Tuesday brought to you by Florence Recycling but Donald Trump chose not to talk trash. He was quite cordial uh, after uh, the votes were counted and the results had pretty much come out.
5: I want to congratulate Ron and Nikki for having a, a good a good time together. We're all having a good time together, and uh, I think they both actually did very well.
4: Measured tone, mm-hmm. uh, not jabbing at anybody. I was waiting for the the yeah. Trump punchline, kick the feet out from under him, but it never came. Yeah, maybe there is a slight pivot there, um, and he did talk about two subjects that. I think, with most Republican voters. Well, most common sense voters. You can't miss with this. We're
5: going to come together. We're going to drill baby drill, drill. right away. Yeah. Drill. Drill. drill baby drill. We're going to seal up the border.
6: Nice.
4: Yeah. And with, not with baby seals. Oh, no, that'd be wrong. No, no. that would no. be wrong. Yeah. All right, so congratulations. Uh, President Trump just crushed it. In Iowa, how well did he do? There's a couple of different measuring sticks, but nobody got 51% of the vote ever. Hmm. So that's one. Yeah. Here's another one. Um, 98 of the 99 counties in Iowa went for Trump. Nice. And the one that didn't, apparently it was decided by maybe one
6: vote. (laughs) That's crazy. That is. That is amazing. Wow. Yeah.
4: So uh, And he's performed better with Iowa Republican women than he does with men. That is huge. He leads former Governor Nikki Haley and Governor Ron DeSantis by 37 points among the demographic. As a uh, tie at 17, Vivek Ramaswamy follows with 7%. That's in an actual poll Hmm. that was taken almost alongside uh, the caucus. So Ramaswamy... Has called it quits, and he is putting all his support behind Donald J. Trump. Nice. Awesome. Kind of figured he would. The left is melting down. One of the things that I've been concerned about is what desperate Democrats will do. Desperate human beings can do desperate things. Desperate Mm -hmm. Democrats can do dastardly
6: things. We've seen it. Yes. We have seen it.
4: So... Here come some of the big mouths that will come out Mm -hmm. and do what they can to do damage. Apparently, Trump did extremely well with evangelicals. He crushed it. Good. Uh, And let's see, early entrance polling presented by CNN found uh, Trump seeing support from 55% of evangelicals. That's more than double the 24%. Uh, The Governor DeSantis got, and more than four times that of Nikki Haley, 12% among that group. So he crushed it. But then you have Howard Dean. Remember him? Remember Howard Dean? Ah! Pretty much. That guy? Yeah. Yeah. And so he's come out of the woodwork, and he, well, he's the former National Committee Chairman. He's not anymore. But he's come out, and he claims that Christians who voted for former President Donald Trump have abandoned any pretense
6: of being ethical. Oh, um, oh! What you want? To, you want? You want ethics? You going to vote for Joe Biden? Come on. Well, the
4: idea of abortion comes to mind. The idea of borders comes to mind. It wouldn't it be ethical for just from an ethical standpoint to protect your nation's borders? National security Did that come into play. What about drugs? Wouldn't it be unethical to know that drugs are crossing the border and you're not doing anything about it? Wouldn't that be unethical, and they're, ki- they're killing? Yeah. Seventy, 80,000 Americans a year or more. And what about the human trafficking? Oh, and I love that. I love that term, human trafficking. Call it what it is: sexual slavery. And make sure that you include children in that. Because that's a huge part of it. If you want open borders, you're saying the collateral damage of people overdosing on drugs and getting caught up in human slavery, including children, being forced into a life of uh, sexuality, pornography, God forbid, what else? If you're for open borders, then you're for that is okay. It's collateral damage. So that some people might have a A better life, possibly.
6: You mean the 16,000 Chinese that snuck across the border in the last couple of months? That's one of the groups. Yeah, just checking. Those on the terrorist watch list? Yeah. Those that are military-age males
4: that are the vast majority of those that have been coming across? Hey, they want a nice place to live, too, Bob. Yeah, but Howard Dean wants to talk about ethics? Yeah. He says Trump is the furthest thing from an evangelical Christian, which also goes to show you... The people that do these and say these kinds of things are usually the least understanding of Christianity. They don't realize that yeah, we're all sinners. Yeah. I'm not def- How could Trump be the furthest thing from an evangelical Christian? You think Christ came for? He didn't come for the holier than now people standing on the corner. Right? He came for the sinners. And so Howard Dean says he's the furthest thing from a Christian. In terms of his own professed values, how he treats women, how he treats other people, his willingness to say whatever he wants, whether it's true or not. I mean, there are hardly what most Christians would call Christian values. They've done this before. They do this before with family values. They want to do the same thing. Yeah. They want to pick you apart. If you've got issues maybe in your own own home. Oh, so you're you're for family values. Yeah. Because we understand the strength of the family and the positivity behind it and how statistics will completely back it up that life in a regular nuclear family gives you much better odds of living a successful life. Absolutely. I mean, that's Yeah. Let's go to the Davis-Gainesville Chevrolet Skylines, and Tom, you're on the air.
8: Hey, guys, you've got to see it to believe it. I just walked out of Publix right now, and on the way, I'm like, you know, I'm going to go check the headlines on the newspapers just to see if what I think happened, happened. And the Gainesville Sun and the New York Times have no mention that there were any caucuses at all, Zero. They've got headlines about local MLK parades and all the all the left wing stuff you'd expect. The only thing they mentioned there was a little blurb in USA Today, and the Wall Street Journal had a big uh, a big mention about the caucuses and the direction of the campaign, but nothing from the New York Times or the Gainesville Sun. It didn't even happen yesterday. It's not important. Don't <laughs> even think about it. Wow. Anyway, okay. thank you.
4: Amazing. <laughs> yeah, isn't it? I, it, yeah, it really yeah, it is. And, and that, look, that's how the media, that's how they've been working it. Sometimes their bias is just pretending like it didn't occur. Yeah. And that's a pretty big story to kind of like forget about in the news world, right? But Trump won 98 of 99 counties and lost just the one by a single vote. That is wild. No wonder they don't. They, they don't want to talk about it. They don't want to give him any props. And then Howard Dean trying to do his part. All mm-hmm. oh, these Christian Trump voters, they've abandoned any pretense of being ethical.
6: Okay. I, I would normally say to a response, hey, it's not like we're trying to elect him to be the Pope, you know, based on his morality or ethics or whatever. But these days, he may be a better option for either well, position.
4: Trump support, uh, you know, put in uh, SCOTUS. Yep. Some good ones. Uh, absolutely. And that that's your legacy, and that is huge. But, of course, Howard Dean didn't want to talk about mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. does he? Yeah. 816 on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. Uh, coming up, LA Police thinking about hiring immigrants. Se hablo? Okay. Espanol? What? Hands up? Ooh. Don't shoot. Uh oh. Mm. <laughs> Much more to come on ninety-seven point three. The sky. Hang in there.
2: Mark Levin. Mark Levin. I want
5: an issue to a national, if not international, warning to our Israeli friends.
2: Joe Biden is betraying you. And Anthony Blinking is betraying you. Six weeknights on ninety-seven point three. The sky.
4: A robot could replace you soon.
6: That's not encouraging.
4: Especially when they don't sound like robots anymore. Mm,
6: No, they don't.
4: Here's how you know it's me. Slightly! No, no, no. Because nothing with
6: (laughs) artificial intelligence would do that on the radio.
4: (laughs) Whether it's artificial or not, it's probably not intelligence. Well, that's being kind. AI set to significantly transform the job landscape in advanced economies like the United States. Yeah. Now they're saying uh, it could affect an estimated 60% of jobs. Oh, my goodness. Uh, this is according to the Managing Director of International Monetary uh, Fund, France 24, reports uh, that recently predicted that artificial intelligence significantly impact the job market in advanced economies... Sixty percent could be. However, AI's influence is not limited to advanced economies only. AI will have a global impact with varying degrees of influence across different economic areas. Yeah. Yeah. But really, 60 percent. You know what you need to do, right? What's that? You need to go in and... uh, uh, get trained into how to fix the uh, the AI and all that, all all the periphery oh, okay. around this so called uh, great technology. Yeah, the periphery around it, because just like when they started making you know personal computers and everybody had one at work, and and then they said, oh, we can actually use some automation to eliminate jobs. And then come to find out, oh, the jobs they eliminated. Yeah. Yeah, they said, oh yeah, yeah, we'll actually come out ahead even when investing in this new technology. But then when you added the real needed software and hardware to accomplish it, and the IT support that went with it, you realized you replaced three people making thirty grand a year Mm -hmm. with three people making ninety grand a year. Well, good job, corporate. That worked. Good job. Yeah. So, there you go. Instead of trying to fight it, if AI is going to be rammed down our throats, and it is, uh, don't don't fight them. Join them. Yeah, isn't That's there going to have to be people other. that are going to? No matter how much you automize something, you've got to fix it. If it's automatic, it's machinery
6: in many cases. I mean, think about the ice cream machine at McDonald's. There you go. Perfect example. It's broke all, all the time. What do you mean all the time? Oh. Yeah, and, and the thing is, a lot of folks go, oh, well, AI doesn't really affect my line of work. Uh, boy, if you really look at the automation systems, if you look at so many things it can do, yeah, it can. And uh, Mike Rowe, he was one of the first ones who
4: said, AI is most likely to impact white-collar jobs. Uh, Rowe said, I've been hearing for years that robots are going to wreck blue-collar work, but it turns out that AI is coming for your white-collar job. He expressed that during an interview on the Big Money Show that the growth of AI in the workplace will not jeopardize blue-collar jobs. He argued that these roles require particular skill sets that are difficult to replicate digitally. People used to say that the robots are going to destroy skilled labor. Well, not really, he said. I haven't seen any plumbing robots. I haven't seen any electrician robots, and I don't think we're going to see any artificial intelligence in the skilled trades to that degree, huh? Well, that's a good point. And AI, in some of those cases, may be helpful. You could probably take a picture of a plumbing issue, and then it spits out exactly what you need to do. Uh Uh-oh, then you wouldn't need a plumber, theoretically. Yeah. If you could fix everything now by using um, YouTube, Mm -hmm. well, then you should be able to fix everything in the future, too, with AI.
6: Well, a lot
4: of it will. But if you watch YouTube... And it doesn't go the same way in your personal experience as mm-hmm. the little video kid did. Yes. Yeah. It's pretty funny how they. there's some editing there, and they're like, yeah, and just as soon as I can get this and I'll never forget one of them. Yeah. It started showing the tools the guy was using. He goes, yeah, took me about four hours, but I got it done. And all he was doing was trying to slip a small wire through a firewall. And he's going to show you how it's done? Yeah, and he showed all the tools. In four hours it took, and then when you looked at it, he basically punched a
6: giant hole in the... <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Not like, everybody that puts something on YouTube really knows what they're doing, but I have learned... I mean, I changed the belt on my dryer, which I had never done before, thanks to a couple of good videos but and sometimes you got to watch two or three cuz it's like they they've got a bad camera angle on something and mm-hmm. you can't see just how they you know weave something through somewhere so you got to be careful but the fact is there's some good ones but there's some bad ones Former NCAA swimmer Riley Gaines who
4: by the way is usually awarded oh, yeah. awards like woman of the year through the NCAA She was denied entry into the NCAA convention. It was temporary, but politically motivated. What do you think? Because she stands for women's rights as a female swimmer. Details on that and a whole lot more coming your way. It is 828. You're tuned to The Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. And it is a trash talking Tuesday. Thanks to Florence Recycling. You're listening to 97.3
2: The Sky. Misinformation, whether it's from the mainstream media or your brother-in-law's Facebook posts, you need the sky to cut through
0: the static of
2: election 2024.
5: Every move. We are going to have the largest deportation effort in the history of our country. Every candidate. we got to support Israel. In word and in deed, in public and in private.
2: These fellas don't know how to talk about abortion. I said we'd invested in all of them Your election headquarters.
0: We're leading by so much. News Talk
2: 97.3. The sky.
5: Tuesday. What's going on with America? Because everyone knows it's ridiculous. You got game, game? It's a mess. Here we
2: go. What do you want to start with? Brought to you by Florence Recycling. It's time to clean it up. Satisfaction guaranteed or double your trash back. This is trash talking Tuesday. News talk 97.3 the sky.
4: He really is a superhero, the hulkster. Yeah, brother. on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here as well. Thanks for tuning in. It's a Trash talking Tuesday, thanks to Florence Recycling. Your top story is Trump, completely dominating Iowa. Biggest margin ever seen. Uh, Pretty much just blows everybody out in every demographic. Uh, Trump, 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 and then a Mm -hmm. little more Trump. Oh, yeah. Now you get the idea. What was a Hulkster up to? Apparently there was a car wreck, like, right in front of him. In uh, Clearwater, woman swerved her car, made a somersault, turned over, then ground to a halt right ahead of them. The mighty Hulk jumps out of his car. He and his pal, Jake, the the Marine, get out, and uh, they deflate the airbag, and they help this woman get out of the otherwise pretty much destroyed vehicle. Sounds like. They work together. Jake and the Hulkster work together, and uh, Hogan's wife took to Instagram soon afterwards, praised her hubby, writing, Last night after we left dinner in Tampa, we saw a car uh, flip in front of us. I admire my husband and her good buddy Jake springing into action, puncturing the girl's airbag, getting her quickly out of the car. By all appearances, she was unscathed, just really rattled, which is an absolute miracle. Uh, Apparently the woman helped out of the uh, wrecked car was reportedly 17 years old. And uh, Hogan's representative, Linda Bow, said uh, it's typical for Hulk. Hulk, he has a big heart. Uh, He helps and treats people with the highest respect. He also recently had been baptized and dedicated his life to Jesus Christ. Yep. Wow. He's been open about his faith for a while. Mm -hmm. Anyway. um, But he's a hero. Got to love that. Or a superhero, as you call him. I like that. Use your power for For good good. things. (laughs) That's right. Yeah. (laughs) Absolutely. Good point. Uh, I mentioned this earlier, but former swimmer, uh, NCAA swimmer Riley Gaines, who really was, you know, one of the best. She shows up at an annual convention for the NCAA because they are having, uh, you know, women of the year type thing. They wouldn't let her in initially. They were afraid she was going to disrupt it. She oh. said, I'm here to support these girls. By no means would I want to distract or take anything away from them. That's the silliest thing I ever heard. She thinks it was just to keep her away from the NCAA president, Charlie Baker. Mm. Once Charlie Baker walked by, a little bit after that, they then allowed her to come in because she had all of the credentials.
6: Isn't that something?
4: They was playing games, They were basically.
6: Yeah, that's sad.
4: So Doug Burgum never caught you know, much in in terms of uh, numbers or ratings or support, Mm -hmm. a governor, Doug Burgum, that is, out of North Dakota, he was one of uh, Trump's campaign rivals. Now, he, he called it quits back in December, and now he's endorsed former President Donald Trump. After Trump invited him to speak on stage at Sunday's rally in Iowa, Burgum announced his support for the president... And then, guess who else just threw in the towel? Vivek Ramaswamy. And guess what he did? Put his full support behind Trump. Mm. So, is it time? Governor DeSantis, wow. former Governor Haley, what
6: what are they going to do? It looks like they're still holding on and not planning on giving up yet. Uh,
4: so, you go to New Hampshire, anything's possible there. You have Democrats sure. that can vote in that because it's uh, open, right. primary. So that that probably, I'm guessing, would benefit Nikki Haley.
6: But doesn't it even take away some legitimacy in a case like that? In this scenario, they're going to try to hurt the guy they don't like the most.
4: Yeah, but it's uh, it's, it's it's one state. Yeah, uh, it's a small state. Um, yeah, I, I guess you could look at it two ways. Yes, will people specifically go to try to mess sure. with the republic? Yes, they will mess with the Republicans. However, since so many people don't have a party affiliation now, it actually represents a larger group of people than either party. Mm-hmm. Call themselves independents or something right. along those lines, but not Republican and not Democrat. Right. So to have an open primary there, I guess some could see it as well. Otherwise, I wouldn't have a chance to vote because I'm not a registered Republican in that case. Mm-hmm. All right. that could be. We'll see. So Doug Burgum throwing his support the governor of North Dakota. Like twenty six people live there.
6: Oh well, you know. Like, uh, yeah. know. It's cold. Know. It gets cold there. You don't want to live there. Oh
4: Yeah. Yeah, it gets cold there. I
6: was talking to friends over the weekend in St. Louis, you know, they got up like a Sunday morning to four below to get ready for church. <laughs> mm. Not no. Um No thank you. Well heck, they had to reschedule one of
4: the football playoff games in Buffalo because of so much snow. In Buffalo, no less. Come he- on. Yeah, you think they'd be they prepared be used for it. To it.
6: Yeah. yeah.
4: No, they were not. You should have seen the the snow piled up oh, in yeah. the seats. Like It was crazy. I don't even know how they got rid of it by game time, really. I think a lot of people had to kind of brush their own seats off. The problem is, it's not like it's warming up and it's melting into a drain. Right. It wasn't warm enough for any of it to melt. So I don't know what they do with it all.
6: Yeah, I know our weather folks have been warning you, but even though today, again, we've had some showers and some thunderstorms may come through. We're going to be not there's not going to be four below, but the next couple of mornings are going to be really, really cold. So just keep that in mind with the pets, and if you got some plants you want to bring in, maybe put them on a you know a enclosed porch or something that kind of thing. Just uh, kind of keep that in mind. So
4: Trump with the big win, and on the other side, per the latest polling yeah. uh, from ABC News, yeah, and the Washington Post. Joe Biden's job approval rating has crashed to 33%.
6: (laughs) Oh, wow.
4: 33%. That's the approval rating. His disapproval rating has climbed to 58%.
6: My goodness. Yeah. And yet, that's who the Democrat Party are still going to run with, we think. maybe possibly
4: it is it's it's interesting uh this is a op-ed piece john nolte and breitbart the internals for biden are just awful only 28 percent of independents approve of the job he's doing only 31 percent of women approve even after he won allegedly 57 percent of women in 2020 that's a huge
6: drop off oh yeah
4: even the dumbest people on the planet college graduates are coming around Normally Biden polls over fifty percent with mm. these pinheads. Currently only forty one percent approve. Among black and Hispanic adults, Biden's polling is well below his average. Yeah, mm. I, I think and I think it's a little bit about Joe. Yeah. But I think it's a lot about Democrat philosophies in general. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean I think the more that people recognize what the Democrats stand for now versus 50 years ago, you know? Mm-hmm. It's not your daddy's or your granddaddy's Democrat Party no, by a long not.
6: shot. No, it's not.
4: Yeah. Now, Biden, it, it, this is interesting, his only edge is being honest and trustworthy. Excuse me? 40, yeah, 41% say Biden can be trusted
6: compared to just 26% for Trump. So a guy who got basically kicked out of the presidential uh, candidacy twice for plagiarism and lying, yeah, is the most honest guy that they think is going to be running for president. Really? Yeah, far more really? honest than uh, than how they perceive Donald Trump.
4: Wow! And even when Trump clobbers Biden on the issue of mental sharpness, <laughs> it's almost the inverse of the previous numbers. Really, it's forty-seven percent to twenty-five percent.
6: Yeah, maybe tweet about something.
4: physical sharpness Trump is up nearly 30 points over Biden uh,
6: 57 to 28. well he can walk up and down a flight of stairs and he can get off the stage he walked on moments earlier he's got that going for him mm. and he can tweet for himself so you know there's a lot of things there's a lot of reasons why he's better
4: I have to ask this because I ask it every day yeah is Biden really running
6: for a second term I know. We thought he'd have we thought he'd be out in the first two years we, I gave him two years I think he might have been over or under we didn't think he would complete this term and the fact that they're still talking about running him again this close to the election makes you think that they're gonna do something a little crazier if you're not replacing him in the election and you know he probably won't even be living four years after the election what are they gonna do what's out of the realm of possibility? the Democrats, Bob, what wouldn't they do?
4: That's a frightening thought. Yeah. Yep. Hey, um, Biden, uh, when he took the Houthis off the terrorist watch list, yeah, he said, I thought they said Hooties and the Blowfish. <laughs> Yeah. So that explains that buffoonery. Uh, now we know. Yeah, kinda of, sorta. Of, not wow. really. No, not Details really. on that and a whole lot more on the way. <laughs> it is 845. You're listening to the Bob Rose Show. Along with Greg Cassidy, live and local on 97.3 the Sky.
0: There are people who apparently don't understand the relationship between economic policy and then what that does to the market. Now, 10 PM nights. And how it affects people on
2: here. 97.3 the sky.
4: Yeah, so I made a wise crack about uh, Joe Biden taking the hooties. Off a terrorist mm-hmm. list. Yeah. And uh, yeah. It's the Houthis. Hooties, uh Hootie and the Blowfish, you know, Darius Rucker. That was oh, a yeah. that was a music thing. Mm-hmm. And so I started making a little joke about it. But it, it really it's not a joke. You delisted the Houthis as a terrorist organization, and when you did that, that that changed the way that they were being treated and they were dealt with. So a little background On that, President Joe Biden told reporters this weekend his administration decision to remove the Yemeni Houthi terrorist group from the State Department's list was irrelevant. The same day, Biden responded to a question asking if he thought the Houthis meet the definition of a terrorist organization. He said, I think they are. Biden dismissed the State Department's terrorism designations in Allentown, Pennsylvania, where he was touring local businesses shortly after uh, CENTCOM announced a flurry of targeted airstrikes on Houthi targets in Yemen. The Houthis have dramatically disrupted global trade after declaring war on Israel in October and executing that declaration by launching attacks on commercial ships that are going through the Red Sea. Houthi leaders have claimed that they are only targeting Israeli ships or ships traveling to and from Israel, but in reality, their drone and missile attacks have targeted seemingly random commercial ships. Houthi attacks in the Red Sea have resulted in a 90% drop year-on-year on on a container ship traffic through the Red Sea and Suez Canal. So 90% drop in in traffic of commercial ships. Wow. And and, uh, and a massive diversion to ship traffic to Africa, where then they have to go all the way around the uh, Cape of Good Hope there. As Hmm. Friday, the Shanghai uh, Container Freight Index documented an increase of over 300% In the cost of shipping per container, Mm. 300%. The Houthis launched an overthrow of the legitimate Yemeni government in 2014 that prompted the ongoing civil war in the country. Um, The Houthis are a Shiite terrorist organization with close links to Iran, the world's foremost state sponsor of terrorism. Imagine that. Their official slogan is, Allah Akbar, death to America, death to Israel, curse on the Jews, victory to Islam. Huh. It's quite a mission statement. Yeah. Yeah. Biden's initial response to the Houthi campaign against global shipping in the region was to create Operation Prosperity Guardian, a dubious coalition of mostly Western militaries meant to assure commercial shipping companies that transiting in the region would remain safe. But it lacks support from some of the region's most influential countries, notably including Israel itself and Saudi Arabia, which has faced targeted attacks from the Houthis for years and inspired some allies, such as India, to increase its naval presence in the Red Sea but reject membership in the Biden-led initiative. Huh. Interesting. So he claims... You know, it's irrelevant how they're designated, which is not true. Then he says, yes, they are a terrorist organization. Which should matter and not be irrelevant. Claims he's going to protect shipping in the area, but shipping is way down, and it doesn't sound like many countries are jumping on board.
3: No.
6: That's all kind of odd, wouldn't you think? Think of all the economies being affected by that. When, ev- when you look at how much is being shipped on these things... And if they're going up 300 percent, are you kidding me? Hey, did I mention that Trump won big in Iowa? What? Yeah. How big was it?
4: It was huge. Yes, it was. Trump wins big in Iowa. Not Definitely not hyperbole. 51 no. percent. Closest anybody came to that was, uh, what, George W. Yeah. 41%. Years ago, he got 41.
6: Yeah. That's just amazing.
4: 41. He got 51. Donald Trump earned a historic victory in the Iowa caucuses Monday night, trouncing his competition so severely, the Associated Press called the race only 31 minutes after the caucus officially began.
6: Yeah, Mr. DeSantis wasn't happy about that part. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. I, I would have, if I were running, I wouldn't like it either, but, man, that's just so overwhelming.
4: I really think it's time for everybody, our country, to come together, Trump said in a gracious victory speech. We want to come together. Whether it's Republican, Democrat, liberal, conservative, it would be so nice if we could come together and straighten out the world and straighten out the problems and straighten out all the death and destruction that we've been witnessing. With the results of some precincts still outstanding, Trump stood at over 50 percent, Ron DeSantis, Nikki Haley, still uh, battling for distant second place. And this is what he said about his two competitors.
5: I want to congratulate Ron and Nikki for having a, a, good, a good time together. We're all having a good time together. Right, it's a party. And uh, I think they both actually did very well.
6: Nice.
4: Yeah, and uh, he said, we don't even know the outcome of second place, but it it appears that Governor DeSantis uh, got second place. And so Nikki Haley's people are already talking about uh, New Hampshire Mm -hmm. and and moving along there. And uh, former President Trump says, We have so many senators, if you go through every name, we'll be here all night, and everybody's going to get angry at me, but the senators, the congressmen Mm -hmm. from Washington... Uh, They came down from all different states. I want to thank you very much. He talked about the historically poor state of the nation. He called for Republicans to unite around the candidacy. It's practically never been like this. It's just so important. I want to make that a very big part of our message. We're going to come together. It's going to happen soon, too, and I appreciate it. Yeah, his tone has been, I have to say, one of positivity. Yep. The town hall that he had on uh, Fox last week he did. He struck all the right chords, all the right tones. Um, didn't fly off the handle mm-hmm. or you know over the top on any particular issue that
6: I that I can recall. No, I think he did really well. Came off very presidential. Yep. Yep. Which is good because you hear a
4: pop, 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 pop. Yeah. Yeah. That's not firecrackers. No. It's not gunfire. What's that? It's lefty Marxist heads popping <laughs> off. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like a little dandelions, remember that? Oh, yeah. The dandelion game. <laughs> Nine o'clock stretch is coming up, my friends. That's right. Get the uh, get the latest on the Bob Rose show on your Alexa first thing in the morning when you get up. Tell your smart speaker play ninety-seven point three. The Sky. It's that
2: easy. Trending, trending right now on the Sky. Secretary Austin's hospitalization was
1: prostate cancer. Yes, I'm looking at you, Hunter Biden. What a coward.
2: As it happens.
0: Stay the course. The state of our state is strong. The news station. A yeah, short-term spending bill. To prevent a government shutdown. It's a sellout. Boeing aircrafts are going to be grounded. Impeachment for Mayorkas. Now more
2: news. Updates every half hour. Breaking news at once. On news Talk 97.3. The Sky. A mess. A, mess. a mess. This is Trash Talking Tuesday. <laughs> I would love to know what the hell's going on in our country. Being a wise guy with a little bit. Talkin' trash now. It's time to clean it up. Brought to you by Florence Recycling. Satisfaction guaranteed or double your trash back. Clean. Coming clean. News Talk 97.3 The Sky.
4: Good morning, welcome. Fourth and final hour of our get-together this morning, we affectionately call it the 9 o'clock... Stretch.
3: <sighs> I think I heard, Stretch something,
4: I heard something pop there, Bob. That's a good thing, usually. Need to get. I'm like uh, like the cereal. Oh. Snap,
6: crackle, pop. Now yeah, I'm good to go. I sound like that while I get up in the morning.
4: It is 9.06 Time Check, brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. An illegal alien accused of causing St. John's County uh, Sheriff's Office Sergeant Michael Kunovich's death says his constitutional rights have been violated. And he is the victim of police brutality as well as racial profiling. Mm. Breitbart reported this. 19-year-old illegal uh, alien uh, uh, Virilio Aguilar-Mendez of Guatemala was arrested May of 2023, been charged with resisting an officer with violence and manslaughter in connection with Kunovich's death. His defense attorney, Philip Arroyo told the First Coast News that he threatened to file a federal lawsuit in St. John's County uh, against the prosecutors if they don't drop their charges against his client. Hmm. Uh, he said, yeah, Mr. Vir- Virilio was a victim of police brutality. He was a victim of racial profiling. He was a victim of violation of his Fourth, Fifth, and Sixth Amendment uh, constitutional rights. Those who are responsible for his abuse will be held hmm. accountable. Well, if indeed that did take place... Um, that's fine. But it is interesting. (laughs) Like, are you even supposed to be here? I mean... And and if you're not here, mm -hmm. whatever ensued after you being here that involved you... Yeah. Right? Whatever transpired, uh, you're going to all of a sudden hold up all the amendments of the Constitution that have been violated?
6: Wow. Just the whole fact that people who are not citizens can go down this road of constitutional rights and protections, that just drives me crazy.
4: Well, I mean, think about it this way, Greg. If you didn't have constitutional protection, yeah. then people traveling here, visiting here, maybe they wouldn't be treated fairly. In other words, the Constitution's there for, for everyone,
6: mm.
4: but, but – I agree with you that if you're here illegally
6: that's that's, that's different
4: than visiting or different yeah. than being on a work visa or different right. you know yes that so yeah to me it's like wait a second okay maybe that should be should defend you in other words the constitution should defend you um with the exception of how can it defend you from the first thing that you did was basically trespass right yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, the threat of a federal lawsuit comes as a local judge recently found Aguilar Mend, uh, Mendez incompetent to stand trial and ordered him to undergo uh, competency treatments while in St. Uh, John's County custody. So he's really he really can't stand trial, but he's got an attorney. Okay. All right. Hmm. Uh, This is according to police. Kunovich lawfully attempted to pat down uh, Aguilar-Mendez while he was sitting outside of a closed business. Aguilar-Mendez, instead of complying, tried to flee from the uh, Sergeant uh, Kunovich. When other officers got involved, Aguilar-Mendez continued resisting. Eventually, Kunovich was on the ground in a struggle with Aguilar-Mendez, who attempted to grab the officer's taser off his person. The struggle lasted for more than six minutes.
6: Wow, that's a long time. That's a long
4: time. Yeah. Um, Afterward, Aguilar-Mendez was handcuffed but pulled out a pocket knife, which was quickly taken from him. Following the struggle, Kunovich collapsed on the ground. First responders administered life-saving measures, but he was pronounced dead after being rushed to a nearby hospital. Like I said... uh, Aguilar Mendez, illegal alien from Guatemala, arrived in the United States border last year, subsequently released into the United States. According to his attorney, he's been working on a farm and sending money back to Guatemala. Hmm. Let's go to the Davis-Gainesville Chevrolet Skylines, and Mark, you're on the air.
3: Hey, good morning, Bob and Greg. Yeah, this Mendez individual, thanks for covering that. I did not hear about that yet, but... uh he's got no rights as an illegal alien. The judge should basically be saying very directly and briefly and get him out of the courtroom, he should be saying, you've got nothing here. Next, please. That's basically how I view it. Mm-hmm. Oh, I agree. Absolutely. Yeah. That's crazy.
4: It is It is kind of ridiculous. Mm-hmm. The state of Massachusetts. Taxachusetts. Yes. Asking private homeowners, ah, hey, Ted Martha. Yeah. You got a nice place here. Could you do us a favor? Could you take in a couple of these folks that are that are here, you know, they're new. They're new to the neighborhood. They're new to the area. New could, to the neighborhood. Take, yeah. Well, no, new to the country, too. Okay. <laughs> Massachusetts <laughs> yeah. is the only state that has a statewide right to housing rule for homeless families. And with that rule in mind, the governor Maura Healy, a Democrat, has repeatedly asked legal residents to open up their homes to illegal immigrants for whom officials are having a hard time finding beds. It's
6: because they're illegal.
4: Healy declared a state of emergency over the influx of illegal aliens in August, saying in her declaration there are currently nearly 5,600 families or more than 20,000 individuals in state shelters, including children and pregnant women. Mm -hmm. One solution he and her ally suggested, the housing of migrants in private homes. And this
6: is uh, what state? This is in Taxachusetts. And so how long ago was it uh, when Kamek was at the border with our local sheriffs and local administrations? And they said then, every town is a border town. And a lot of people kind of scoffed at that. Mm -hmm. They're not scoffing anymore. Days after Healy's uh,
4: declaration, Lieutenant Governor Kim Driscoll told the state, Most importantly, if you have an extra room or a suite in your home, please consider hosting a family. Housing and shelter is our most pressing need, and you could become a sponsor family. I'm just asking the question. I don't know, Mm -hmm. but do you think the governor's mansion has taken in? Well, they, Some
6: folks? They probably have lots of extra rooms. Usually those are a multi-bedroom facility. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah. yeah. So
4: I wonder if they
6: kind of do in their part like or lead by sort example, of lead by example kind of thing. thing. Yeah. Or
4: if you're yeah. living yeah. in the governor's mansion, uh-huh. there may be a chance that you own another house that you're not even really using. So you could go stay in your own house. And give up the whole mansion. Oh, yeah. Or, yeah, or you yeah. want to stay in the mansion. Uh-huh. Then allow them to live in your house. If you want to lead by example when you're asking other people to do it. I like the way you're thinking, Bob. Yeah. I like that. The state is currently housing more than 1,400 families in 40 hotels in 28 cities around the state at taxpayer expense. And it's free for illegal aliens, according to FAIR. The average stay for these families is 14 months of free room and board. Now it looks as though the state is reaching out to non-governmental groups to step up the pressure on homeowners to take in migrants. They're actually going to NGOs and saying, hey, we need your help in convincing homeowners to open up their home. They said step up the pressure.
6: Oh, my goodness. Pressure. That's crazy.
4: So if you don't take in the illegals, what are they going to call you? Oh, you're a bad hater. Yeah, yeah, yep. racist.
2: All those things.
4: Davis Gainesville Chevrolet Skylines. This time, Wayne. Good morning.
8: Good morning, gentlemen. I would like to chime in on the the theory that illegal aliens have rights under the Constitution. If you cannot vote to elect a representative that can legally caucus or have two-thirds of a vote to change the Constitution, then you should not have rights under the Constitution. However, laws that are directed by the Constitution will apply to you while you're in this country.
6: There you go. Yeah.
4: Yeah. It's It was just so much better when Trump was president. Oh, yeah. I mean, we all see
6: that clearly. Mm Mm-hmm. The lefties don't don't see that. Well, they know. They know, Hmm. unless they're really stupid. That that could include a few of them, yeah. So again,
4: if they have mental illness, at least they can get a job with the FAA. Yeah, just call me or Pete; I'll get you right in. Nine sixteen on the Bob Rose Show. We're about thirty minutes away from things that make you smile. Greg Cassidy is here, and you're listening to ninety-seven point three, The Sky.
2: John Hannity Show. What about the thousands of Chinese nationals entering our southern border? Afternoons at 3. The top geopolitical foes, Iran, Russia, and China. Why are they being allowed into this country? On News Talk 97.3, The Sky.
4: Good morning and welcome. It's 920 on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. Your time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelers. Where the answer is always yes. Top story Trump wins and wins big in Iowa. It's also Trash Talking Tuesday, brought to you by Florence Recycling. And is she talking trash? Fannie Willis telling an Atlanta church, my critics are playing the race card. Oh, my goodness. Fulton County District Attorney Fannie Willis claimed on Sunday the allegations of a corrupt relationship with her top prosecutor investigating former President Donald Trump are based on racism. <laughs> they're, they're both people of color. Uh-huh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Willis' decision to cite race as a motivating factor behind the accusations underscores the left's political ideology, which often seeks to weaponize a politically sensitive issue to justify power. Uh, Willis' defense was the first time she publicly spoke about the accusation, and uh, she, and her prosecutor previously, did not dispute the allegations. A spokesman for Willis's office told the Atlanta Journal-Constitution she would respond in court filings. And this whole thing started after a court filing by Mike Roman, a political operative and co-defendant of Trump in the Georgia election case. He alleged four... Explosive things about Willis's conduct while prosecuting Trump. Number one, Nathan Wade, her lead prosecutor in the Trump case, had an improper relationship with Willis. Right. Wade's law firm used funds paid by the county to take Willis on luxury vacations by using potentially fraudulent payments. Number three, Wade was appointed without the required approval by authorities and had little to no. Prosecutional, uh, prosecutorial
6: experience. So she says she's not going to respond. She'll respond later. But she responded by lying about it in the house of God. Just saying. Yeah. Just saying.
4: And and Wade the wow. the prosecutor met twice with President Joe Biden's White House counsel before indicting Trump in August, mm-hmm. calling into question if the White House coordinated prosecuting Biden's 2024 political. Opponent. Wow. Yeah, you you're not supposed to do that. That's weaponizing government. That sounds like collusion. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah. Uh, but now she's trying to say it's a race card thing. Mm. Yeah. No. Willis's comments came two days after House Judiciary Committee Chair Jim Jor- Jim Jordan launched an investigation into Willis for accepting more than fourteen point six million. In grant funds from President Joe Biden's Justice Department between 2020 and 2023. The time frame of funds suggests the DOJ granted Willis federal funds to finance former President Donald Trump's prosecution. That would also
6: be a no-no. Huh. They sure do a lot of things wrong for people who like to stand up and play the race card and say they've not done anything wrong.
4: Yeah, she pick this guy she's in charge of paying his law firm Mm -hmm. which he's a partner and then they go on lavish vacations
6: together well you know work trips those are work trips bob got to go to the islands and work and stuff Yeah. yeah leave your wife at home and go with your boss nothing to see here so yesterday was martin luther
4: king jr day it's interesting How do the lefties celebrate that now? If they believe in this critical race theory garbage, or if they believe in this DEI, it's basically the antithesis. Yeah. Dr. King, he was all about content of character, not color of skin. We've gone backwards, folks. That's what we've done. We've gone backwards. If if you're going to judge people by the color of their, their skin... You're going to be wrong. Why would you not buy into the meritocracy? Best person for the job, highest scores, get in. Yeah. But that's not how it is anymore. I just had a story. I don't know. if Did I share it with you? I know I did earlier. Where the FAA... I'm not making this up. The FAA is actually the Federal Aviations Administration, actively recruiting workers with psychiatric problems because, you know, diversity and inclusion. You've got to have some kooky people. It's not fair.
6: We don't want everybody to walk around being of complete sound and uh, sound mind. Well, we kind of got a kooky guy in the whole transportation uh, part of our government, so maybe it applies. And he answers to kind of a kooky boss. Yes, he does. <laughs> Can you believe that? No, it's crazy. Literally. Yeah. Like figuratively.
4: So, while they're doing that, you just have to wonder. Coretta Scott King, the wife of Martin Luther King Jr., once helped successfully uh, quash legislation from Republicans and Democrats in the early 1990s that would have eliminated fines for United States employers hiring illegal aliens over Americans. In 1991, former Senator Orrin Hatch, Republican out of Utah, led an effort in Congress to pass legislation that would have thrown out the ability of the federal government to fine American employers for hiring illegal aliens, the leading magnet for illegal immigration in the nation for decades. Former Senators McCain, Ted Kennedy, Arlen Specter, Jeff Bingaman were co-sponsors of Hatch's Hmm. legislation, while in the House, Pelosi, uh, Barbara Boxer, John Lewis... We were among the co sponsors for an identical bill. Huh. When Scott King got wind of Hatch's legislation, she authored a letter with other civil rights leaders detailing how illegal immigration diminishes wages, living standards, quality of life, and employment opportunities for America's working class, and specifically black Americans who are most likely to compete against illegal aliens for jobs. Mm-hmm. That is absolutely based on sound facts and figures of immigration rates going up and job opportunities for blacks uh, going down. We are concerned, Senator Hatch, that your proposed elimination of employer sanctions will cause another problem. The revival of pre-1986 discrimination against black and brown U.S. and documented workers in favor of cheap labor, the undocumented workers. Now, she wrote that back in 1991. And this is only a few years after Ronald Reagan mm-hmm. signed the bill in 1986 that already addressed that hiring illegals would be met with huge fines. And there this are, is this uh, is part of how it got uh, unravelled that fast.
6: Yep. How soon we forget?
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nine twenty eight on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. It's a trash talking Tuesday. Thanks to Florence Recycling. We're about fifteen minutes away from things that make you smile. Brought to you by Robin Larson Dental. Stick around and contribute to that if you'd like. You're listening to 97.3
2: The Sky. Misinformation, whether it's from the mainstream media or your brother-in-law's Facebook posts, you need the sky to cut through the static of election 2024.
5: Every move. We are going to have the largest deportation effort in the history of our country. Every candidate. we got to
0: support Israel
5: in worded, in
0: deed, in public and in private. These fellas don't know how to talk about abortion. I said we'd invested in all of America. Your election headquarters.
2: We're leading by so much. News Talk 97.3. I want to start with it's a mess. A mess. Trash Talkin' Tuesday. Dirty mud. Getting dragged to the mud. Brought to you by Florence Recycling. It's time to clean it up. Satisfaction guaranteed, or double your trash back. This is Trash Talkin' Tuesday. News Talk 97.3 The Sky.
4: I don't think it gets much more racist in America than allowing open borders. Racist, you heard me. Hmm. 936 on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. It is Tuesday. It's a Trash talking Tuesday, thanks to Florence Recycling. I mentioned this earlier. Coretta Scott King had written a letter many years ago, back in 1991, saying illegal Im- uh, immigration drives down wages and living standards uh, for black Americans. It affects all Americans on the lower socioeconomic educational uh, A ladder, but it affects blacks even more. And this was based on a study where she, I believe she wrote her letter based on the study I'm going to tell you about. Mass immigration and primarily illegal immigration disproportionately makes black Americans poorer by reducing wages and crowding out the workforce. The United States Civil Rights Commission detailed it in a briefing report from 2010. Remember, she wrote the letter in 2011. When they were already trying to repeal stuff that was in the Immigration Act of 1986 that Ronald Reagan signed into law, it carried with it penalties for employers who hired non-citizen or non-Green Card, in other words, illegal aliens. It penalized them. And the more penalties, the greater the, the fines went up exponentially. Well, they repealed that. You know, she had wrote the letter asking him not to do that. So this is part of the problem that we suffer with now. But this is a Democrat policy we are seeing now. That is with the open borders. And it couldn't be much clearer because Trump had everything under control and all the numbers were status quo and low historically. And then Biden came in and undid all the executive orders that Trump had in place, like, you know, stay in Mexico until your asylum hearing. He undid that. Knowing what it would do, he's flooding Americans, uh, America, with a whole lot of low-skilled laborers. Now, who do you think that's going to impact? Now, annually, the federal government gives green cards to more than a million legal immigrants, in addition to about 1.2 million foreign nationals who are given work visas to take Americans' jobs. But now, there's an estimated 15.5 million illegal aliens in the U.S. Black men, the report showed, are most negatively impacted by illegal immigration because they're disproportionately employed in low-skilled labor market. About six in black adult uh, Black men having a high school diploma or less. Illegal immigration to the United States in recent decades has tended to depress both wages and employment rates for low-skilled American citizens, disproportionate number of whom are black men. Expert economic opinions concerning the negative effects range from modest to significant. Those panelists that found modest effects overall nonetheless found significant Uh, significant effects in industry sectors such as meatpacking and construction. Now, here's the problem. This has also caused a disparity in wages between whites and blacks. And that they bring up as an issue. But you've got to remember who is opening the border, the Democrat Party. But a lot of blacks are still going to vote for Democrats. And this is very clear. They opened the border. They didn't care if you're black and poor and you're trying to work hard and climb your way out of it. Mm-hmm. The Biden administration doesn't give a hoot. It's as plain as can be. But
6: they're the party that say they're there to help you.
4: Oh, yeah. They use right. all mm-hmm. kinds of smoke and mirrors oh, and yeah. rhetoric. But at the end of the, the day, no. this is all factual what's going on here. And it's not good for black Americans, Period. Let's go to Shep. You're on the air.
7: Good morning, gentlemen. You know, I've often heard it said by many in the media, oh, these, uh, these undocumented workers, they do the work Americans don't want to do. Well, Bob, you've already read that I once was employed as a young boy at an eggplant farm. Okay? Now, I'm American, I'm white, I'm male, and I'm Jewish. Okay? Okay? Later, I was employed at a peach plantation, okay? This, these are the jobs Americans don't want to do. I was American, I'm American, and I did it. My first wife served, uh, served as a maid at a local church. She was on staff at that church. She also did babysitting for professionals who did not want to put their children in daycare. They wanted their children raised at home at least by an, in, by an in-home caregiver. You want to tell me again they do the jobs Americans don't want to do? See you later.
4: You yeah. yeah. Well, Americans don't want to do those jobs if the wages are depressed. And how do they get depressed? Uh, by by having an onslaught of illegals flood mm-hmm. across the border. Okay. That's probably the fastest way yeah. to do it. Yeah. Joe Biden's not looking out for poor people by any stretch. Los Angeles Police Department, oh, this is tied together, by the way, Uh recently implored the federal government for permission to give guns to illegal aliens who are set to be awarded police powers to detain
6: and arrest American citizens. Oh, put the brakes on here. They're illegal, right? Uh, yeah. And you're going to give them police powers over citizens? Mm-hmm. Okay. Just checking. The state already passed a
4: law in 2022 giving authorities the power to allow non-citizens qualified to work under President Barack Obama's Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals, DACA. And they have the ability then to become police officers. But that law did not authorize them to be armed because they're not qualified to be armed in civilian life either because they're not legal citizens. The first graduate class of nine illegals will become sworn officers in 2024. With that impending graduation, the Los Angeles Board of Police Commissioners unanimously approved a policy detailing how DACA recipients can be legally armed to serve as police officers so that they can shoot down possible suspects, many of whom would be legal American citizens, <laughs> possibly. My goodness. Right. Hmm. Michael Moore, chief of police in Los Angeles, told Fox News that the department is uh, trying to get the Department of Justice on board to alter its rules to approve of arming illegals. Think about that. The left doing everything they can to arm illegals while at the same time doing everything (sighs) they can to unarm, to disarm, to take away the Second Amendment rights of American citizens you You couldn't you if you wrote this people go it's too far-fetched
6: no no, no. nobody will believe that that'll make a terrible book or movie
4: now that's (sighs) not to really to confuse the issue but the daca folks you have to remember these are ones who were brought to the united states not under their own power brought here as children Mm -hmm. and but not born here Right. So, if they were born here, then they'd be citizens. This wouldn't be an issue. But they weren't born here. But Mm -hmm. for all intents and purposes, these are kids and and now young adults who grew up here. They speak the language, and uh, and yet they're kept from having this kind of a job. Right. So, yeah. How do you want to deal with that? Do you want to grant some sort of waiver (sighs) contingency on a case by case
6: basis? Yeah, Hmm. because really it it, gets confusing. It really does. Well, it's because your your heart get into a fight in a a way, you know, (laughs) logical thinking versus, hey, well, you know, they it's they're not at fault here. I don't know.
4: It's uh, it's not an easy one. And it's one that the Congress has not solved. They're afraid of it. It's like a hot potato. Mm hmm. I don't know. The, this, these DACA ones, you have to at least give them a pathway. Give them some guidelines. Here's yeah. what you need to do. Most of them can speak the language. Sure. And, uh, you know, they graduate from school and all that. It, they should be on track. Right. Towards citizenship. And and the only thing that should stop them would be, you know, if they engage in illegal activity. Mm-hmm.
6: But then we're in a society where we have people who have been... Uh, who are illegals, who've been kicked out of our country four times and responsible for the deaths of Americans, and we seem to really do much about that.
4: No, it doesn't seem like it. And and here's the other thing, too, that you can't blame the kids. However, Mm -hmm. if the illegals do this to give their kids a better life and they get their way, so to speak, they get the citizenship for their kids, then you have to say, well, then maybe crime does pay in this case, Mm -hmm. which is not a message that you want
6: to send. We've sent enough messages across the border as it is, none of which are good for our country or citizens. But you're right, where do you draw the line? I mean, that's the problem.
4: Yeah. Hmm. Yep, so I thought that was interesting. Los Angeles Police Department wants to give badges and guns to illegal aliens. I mean, once you read it and understand it, we're not talking about people who just walked across the other day. No. But then again, you grant somebody a waiver, and what what do they do? Sometimes they look for, well, who else can we get in under this?
6: Mm, what is the time frame? Did,
4: you know, Did they go to school here? Did they have to graduate from from an American high school or something like that? In other words, all of a sudden, yeah, maybe they can just say, hey,
6: you. Are you saying those lefties are slimy, Bob? Is that is that what you're saying? I'm saying there's a possibility. <laughs> so you're saying there's a chance. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I am. Oh, my. Whew, we got to move on.
4: 947 on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy in the house. Coming up next, time for you to call in. What are you thankful for? It's called Things That Make You Smile, and it's brought to you by the best dentist in the whole world, Robin Larson Dental. So don't be shy. Call in 877 975
0: Nine the Dana Show. It's one thing to be like, I'm not very much a fan of your president. Now, 10 p.m. nights. But to be protesting to kill the Jews, who is you? To be here on our college campuses, GTFO. On
2: 97.3 the Sky.
3: Tell me.
4: Time now for things that make you smile. Upbeat positive thoughts that you share with us. Brought to you by the best dentist in the whole world, Robin Larson Dental. Call in now, 877 975 9825. And Mark, what's making you smile?
3: Hey, good morning, Bob and Greg. What's making me smile is when I moved to Florida from Denver roughly three years ago, I brought uh, what's called an amaryllis flower bulb with me out of Denver. This is one of those huge Dutch flowers that's really beautiful. And so I planted it, and it bloomed the first year, and then it went dormant for one or two years, and now it's poking all of a sudden out of the ground. So I can look forward to a nice big bloom in a few weeks.
4: There you go. Nice. Flowers make you smile. Let's go to Robin. What's making you smile?
7: All the people of Iowa are making me smile. (laughs)
4: Right on. That's Trump nice. wins big, and yeah. I was making you smile. Awesome. Let's go to Kaz. What's making you smile?
7: Hi, Sarah. Yes, um, I have, um, like, a neighbor down the road a little bit, and he's an older gentleman, and he has um, his little dog, Ply, with a service vest and everything, and one kitty. And we went to the Walmart down in um, uh, Gainesville, and I kept him company, and he's just a sweetheart. And I'm... You know, my main point is, love your neighbors, love each other, um, bless the Lord, and
6: you guys are great. Thank you, oh, sir. Wow. That's awesome. Thank you. And thank you.
4: Uh, tough to top that, yes. so I'm going to have to yeah. go supersonic on her. Uh-oh, go ahead. Lockheed Martin officially introduced its experimental X-59 plane with NASA. Ooh. It debuted Friday at a joint event in California. It's built to produce a quieter sonic thump compared to the closing of a car door uh instead of the sonic boom as it surpasses the speed of sound uh to reach up to mach 1.4 that's moving along uh yes it yeah. is and um that's pretty cool th- this aircraft can get you to europe from new york in what they say three and a half hours
6: man that's moving along it, it really is
4: is isn't that that we'll make it A difference in air travel if it if it becomes mainstream you know the concord didn't um last too many years well yeah
6: i I just hope we get peanuts that's all i'm really concerned about because so many airlines have banned peanuts so that's all because
4: people no matter how fast they travel through space still have peanut
6: allergies exactly i know i know i I think
4: that's gone forever. i think you can give up that dream
6: oh well. i love stuff like that though military stuff planes helicopters Guns are a given, but yeah. Oh, yeah. Those things make me smile. <laughs> Supersonic travel. Oh, wow. That's cool. Because that's all we have left is time.
4: And, well, and it goes by.
6: It really does. It, it
4: does. Too
6: quickly. Yes, it does.
4: All right. Don't go anywhere. We're not done yet. Thanks, though, for uh, involving yourself with things that make you smile. Brought to you by Robin Larson Dental. But don't go away. Coming up next is Smoking Gun. Brought to you by Lawful Defense and Shoot
8: GTR.
2: Here's what's trending now on the
8: sky. Albert Shell Jr. is is responsible for one of the more heinous acts that we've seen in Ocala in a long time.
2: The news that's trending. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin hospitalized. National Security Council didn't know it. White House didn't know it. The news that's now. Illegal immigration. This is a national crisis that has to be resolved by Congress. The news station. Hello, Iowa. The MAGA Republicans led by a defeated president. Now, more news. Updates every half hour. Breaking news at once on News Talk 97.3.
5: Mark Levin. The Democrat Party has been the breeding ground of anti-American hate for a long, long time.
2: Six weeknights.
5: Turning one group of Americans against another group of Americans. On
2: 97.3 The Sky.
4: Time now for The Smoking Gun, brought to you by Lawful Defense and Shoot GTR. Gainesville woman arrested for allegedly sending explicit photos to several people, including a teenage boy. 31-year-old Carla LaShea Henderson charged with sexual cyberstalking and sending harmful material to a minor after she sent nude pictures of another woman to several people including that 16-year-old and she told police well she was really angry at the victim. She remains in LaChue County Jail, bail set at 200 grand. You're smoking gun? Anger Being costly is your smoking gun. And it's brought to you by Lawful Defense and Shoot GTR. On behalf of Greg Cassidy, I'm Bob Rose. God bless you and your family. Have a great, safe day. Stay dry. See
0: ya. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours.